2: Again.
3: I believe in the sand beneath my toes The beach gives a feeling and a deep feeling I believe in the faith that grows
2: sorry, I hate fucking crying on camera But it's easy to say, throw in the towel and that we're going to leave Or I'm going to move to Spain Because I want to move to Spain I really, really want to move to Spain right now And I want something else And everyone in my office is like, you have a responsibility You have a voice and you need to use it And you have to be it what I didn't realize was how many different types of racists we have in this country. So there's a lot. Hey, and the most confusing group of racists are black White supremacists. Black white supremacists are black people who think white people are better than them. They include like Stacey Dash, Ben Carson, and this guy, Sheriff Clark. Would you ever have Donald Trump on your show? No. What about Melania? To so talk about what? She can barely speak English. If he were here right now, what would you say to Fuck him? Fuck off. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. I just feel a sense of responsibility to help people understand. I know I certainly didn't understand politics as much as I do now, about how you can be more involved, how you can be conscientious, even if you can do more f- things.
4: Very
0: faked. hello and welcome to the show it is a great show terrific show tremendous show frankly the best you can ask anyone about that people often do we, uh, we officially outlasted Chelsea, so hey, round of applause. Modest show here, but we outlasted Chelsea. Very happy to say that. Yeah. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen, flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful, though low-resolution, sometimes <laughs> co-host, Blonde. Welcome.
5: Hello. We'll
0: try to, uh, we might be able to outlast Chelsea on Netflix. I don't know if we'll be able to, we'll be able to outlast uh, your connection. We'll try I to know. do that. But things might get better bit.
5: this week. We'll see.
0: Yeah, so we'll make do with it. Sorry if she gets, um, if she turns into like I don't know, an eight-bit
1: <laughs> figure
0: at some point. But we'll, we'll we'll try to get through it. Um, anyway, hey, we went through the whole summer of competing with uh, Game of Thrones, and uh, we did that. Now it's over. We're up against The Walking Dead again this fall. But we don't care. We're when gonna does keep that going through. Back? It. Right now. Right okay. now, we're, yeah, we're up against the uh, season eight <laughs> premiere of The Walking Dead. But I hope most people have the attitude that you have, which is the attitude that I have. Oh, yeah, I used to watch that show. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, now I got better things to do. Uh, <sighs> anyway, my God, a, uh, a week-long political controversy over the treatment of gold star families, which to me was extremely prolonged and frustrating, and every single development in it pissed me off. More than the last. I don't know about you, but uh, we'll go through it. It was this battle royale between the Trump administration and Democratic Congresswoman Frederica Wilson, who is new to me. I don't think I've ever heard her speak before, nor have I seen her delightfully fancy hats prior to this. Uh, So we'll break it down in what I think was probably a regrettable political battle for most people involved, although there were a few heroic actors, I think, or, or people worthy of praise. Uh, you heard it. You heard it in the intro. There, we will discuss Chelsea's show getting the axe. Uh, she says it was a voluntary choice, and that she's moving on to become some type of political activist, pursue allegedly better opportunities. I don't buy it. We'll uh, we'll take a look at um, what she said. And then I tried to do like a worst of montage, worst of Chelsea's show montage, but I didn't make it that far. I got to Sarah Silverman and Amy Schumer interviews. I thought, okay, what I've collected is bad enough Oh my God, no way. I did listen to them, but.
5: Didn't you say you made it through an hour? That is incredible. I I
0: did sift through like an hour of Chelsea footage.
5: (laughs) I mean, and you made it through the leather special.
0: Oh, I take it for the team. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There are a lot of jokes to be made with that statement there. I'll just leave it there. Anyway. Um, It's been a little while. Remember leading up to the election? It's like every week there was a new celebrity video, celebrity wisdom video, where they'd tell you what to do politically, how to vote, and what sort of activist you should be and those sorts of things. There's a new one. Now they're telling you what to say to your congressperson to stop the NRA's radical agenda. So we'll check out that message.
5: exactly what to say.
0: (laughs) Precisely, (laughs) in fact. They've given you a very specific script to read. just surrender your brain to hollywood there's no purpose to have an independent one anymore the uh the much hyped richard spencer speech at the university of florida happened this week i presume it was supposed to be a speech about a future for the white race but it um it didn't end up uh being that it ended up being a referendum basically a referendum on free speech by these idiot degenerate protesters
6: uh
0: basically a spectacular failure for them because that's a fight that they're going to lose you know if, if you want to beat richard spencer don't give him any attention and allow him to speak his ideas because generally speaking i don't think they're persuasive with the majority of people
5: well did you see how many people were actually there for him it was like five guys in white polo shirts and then a million protesters no like yeah. nobody is actually saying that there aren't any real alt-right people here.
0: And and they were so bad, and the terms of the debate went so far away from ethno-nationalism or identitarianism or whatever else that your average rational person, which I hope I represent and you represent, looks at it and thinks, Guys, you did it. You made me you made me agree with Richard Spencer basically a hundred percent here. <laughs> <laughs> like how that's that's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah you twisted this into that and i know people will take that out of context but whatever we'll explain later in the show uh oh and then uh you know since it's, it's the bit that won't die there's potential hoax hate of the week good we'll, we'll lord play that. <laughs> we'll
5: play although that i will take hoax end. hate over surprise cringe
0: yeah, he it's did. been, um. well, the bar for cringe is very high for me. Like, I I don't just throw it in there to throw it in there. Plus, let's be honest, half the show is cringe anyway. I mean, it's not you like know, Chelsea. You know, I got some,
5: like, legit angry messages. Like, some people that are like, listen, I like your show, but I almost <laughs> cringed my pants off last week, and I can't watch it anymore. I'm like, all right.
0: It was, well, the Eminem and Sarah Silverman bit yeah. was was pretty tough. So it's not yeah. like we go without cringe. It's just the surprises,
5: anyways, you know? <laughs> yeah
0: uh so we'll get through all that of course we will take your super chat comments and questions in between topics five bucks and up on the sunday show because we are no good lowdown money grabbers we regret the policy but we do need to keep the sunday show moving along it will be all this and more in your favorite roughly two hours who knows of listening material (laughs) thank you for liking the show on youtube thank you for reviewing the show on itunes thank you for keeping us helping us upgrade stuff on patreon thank you for emailing us that is beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. If you like to listen to the show, there's more on the audio platforms, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. They're all linked in the description for you to check out, and you can listen to the show on the go. Got uh, a few pieces of artwork and then some fantastic meme work before we hop, to hop into the uh, story of the week, this Trump and Frederica Wilson battle. But um, speaking of... Well, let's go with this one first, actually. Uh... Mentioned Eminem and, and Sarah Silver, uh, Sarah Silverin. This mm-hmm. is from Cocked Canuck, a, a very uh, a depiction of us uh, employing the catapults to dispose of them. I guess we bent the rules and we gave them both the catapult. It's supposed to be one per year so that we're humane. But that's
5: uh, one per year. That was your stupid rule.
0: Yeah. Well, I, you know, I try to have a heart. I have to have <laughs> half a heart for this show. Uh, speaking of Cocked Canuck, I always say. Love me a good gas chamber meme. This is uh, this is YouTube putting us in the gas chamber. Oh, I liked no. that one a lot.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good.
0: Which is uh, fairly accurate. Uh, 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 I don't know. I would only call that a loose metaphor of what's going on. <laughs> you know, it's it's not it's not that much of a stretch at this point. Uh, and then I got this from uh, Johnny. We got this from Johnny. This is apparently a depiction of what happens to me when you uh, are disconnected from our hangout because of your crappy internet. My, this is sad oh, me you wondering look so if, sad. if blonde is there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hopefully we don't have a repeat of that segment this time. I know. And then something came to my attention this week. Uh, do you remember when there was that whole controversy with Trump after he tweeted the CNN gif of the wrestling? Uh, oh, I him body slamming CNN or whatever it was. And then CNN freaked out and they dock they doc- tried to dox the creator of the, um, Or they did dox him, and they they kind of tried to... That was the whole CNN blackmail issue back back in, what, the spring, whenever that was. There were, of course, a lot of fantastic pieces of memery GIFs, different video things that came out of that. We played a highlight reel of them on the show. This this bit called Dank House from some YouTube channel called Power Tie, this was sent to me, and... uh, This is, like, this is that taken to the next level. I gotta say... If it's not obvious to people when they watch this, there is what I would call an indefensible amount of work put into this piece of, uh, of memery. So, this is <coughs> Dank House by the YouTube channel Power Tie. Ah, 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 ah.
3: Whatever happened to even everywhere you
1: look,
0: Everywhere there's a I love this fake news, CNN's fake news. not just the show intro, they actually go into, it's not too much longer, but they go into like a mini, couple mini episodes here.
5: Oh my god, who did this?
0: Power time.
5: Sick by the bell, eh?
4: (laughs) Did you ask me a question?
3: You guys have got to try the cold
1: chocolate.
5: Wow. Oh, my God.
7: make me feel young again that's right
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so round of oh applause round of applause for the youtube channel power tie on what i assume is way too many hours put into that yeah, uh, yeah. so i i visited the channel i think there are more pieces <laughs> of this to come good work that's that's pretty fantastic stuff
5: i will agree with you though an indefensible amount of time was spent doing that yeah
0: yeah i mean how uh, long do
5: you think it took to just
0: to well do that? I, it i'm not minutes. the expert in doing that type of work what i my guess is you've still got to go frame by frame to right. make all of that work in the way that it does to be even semi-believable um not to mention finding like the right audio clips and stuff to put in there the intro itself was awesome but the the fact that he's able to have some level of dialogue in a sort of a Quasi believable way is no small feat. I I can tell you that's a lot of effort.
5: Just for those of you that don't know, this is really firing on all cylinders for Matt because he loves Full House almost that's as true. much as he loves Fuller House.
0: Yeah, well, well, the reason I love Fuller House is strictly because I loved Full House and still do love Full House. So the fact that, I mean, and there's certainly a nostalgia factor for me that makes me appreciate it too. Like to see them driving in the convertible across the Golden Gate and that that whole show intro. <laughs> was just uh yeah that uh that, that pulled on the heart string.
5: endearing and really really gay
0: <laughs> well the, the, yeah that's the exact description i hope to uh to get from people when they uh, are describing me so that's great <laughs> okay this is gonna take a bit this uh th- so most people are familiar with this this story this trump versus frederica wilson story at some level to be frank, I'm gonna go through it in sequence. We'll go through it in sequence because there were so many developments all the way from Monday through Friday, and I think to have a fair assessment of what happened, you need to have the whole thing to really understand the context here, um, and to decide who you think is right, who's wrong, or some combination of all of the, all of those things. So um, I think the best way to start would be to, to describe what actually happened with this, uh, this incident in Niger which uh, apparently happened I didn't see a lot of this reported earlier in the month to be honest like this news is kind of coming to me along with the political scandal
1: mm-hmm.
0: but this alleged this apparently happens October 4th there are 12 US special forces soldiers on joint patrol with Nigerian uh, soldiers along the border of Niger and Mali when they are ambushed by terrorists with about uh, a dozen vehicles and 20 motorcycles which is just crazy for me to think about i don't know what it is just the the image of motorcycles this motor this isis motorcycle club basically I know. like isis sons of anarchy riding across <laughs> africa is what we're talking about here there is an so there's an ambush there's a and what's described as an intense firefight three army green berets were killed Two U.S. soldiers wounded. This is the initial report. Three Green Berets killed. Two U.S. soldiers wounded in intense fighting. October 5th, the day after, the Pentagon confirms those three U.S. casualties, says the attackers are suspected ISIS forces or ISIS-affiliated militants. Mm -hmm. And you had mentioned that they were self-radicalized. Did that come out That's what
5: uh, I read in in one of the articles when I was reviewing this. Yeah, they didn't seem to be connected to any— although that's the nature of ISIS. You know, most factions— related to ISIS are self-radicalized. Um, but yeah, it's just an internet connection and, and some dudes is hmm. what it sounds like.
0: Okay. Uh, October 6th, the Pentagon announces the fourth death, and this is identified as army Sergeant led David Johnson, who's going to be one of the central figures of this whole week's development. Uh, he was initially listed as missing. So October 4th, he's listed as missing October 6th. He's, uh, his, his status is deceased KIA, uh, from the Pentagon. Now, this is where it all starts, because flash forward, the Pentagon is doing some investigation and not releasing a ton of details. We get all the way to Monday, which is October 16th, and Trump is starting to take some heat about why he hasn't commented on this. And he's at the the White House. He's speaking with the press. He's taking some heat. Why aren't you commenting about this? Have you contacted the families? What's your plan to do with this? And that's how we get the initial quote of his or the initial comments of his that spark off this entire controversy. So here's uh, Trump at the White House on Monday.
4: I actually wrote letters individually to the uh, soldiers we're talking about, and they're going to be going out. If you look at uh, President Obama and other presidents, most of them uh, didn't make calls. A lot of them didn't make calls. I like to call when it's appropriate, when I think I'm Able to do
0: it. Earlier, you said that President Obama never called the families of fallen soldiers. How can you make that claim? I don't know. know did did. no, no, no. Uh, In fact,
4: I was was told that he didn't often, and a lot of presidents don't. They write letters. You were told that based on what, Mr. I do. Excuse me, Peter. I do a combination of both. Uh, Sometimes it's it's a very difficult thing to do, but I do a combination of both. President Obama, I think probably did sometimes, and maybe sometimes he didn't. I don't know. That's what I was told.
0: Okay, so this is basically Trump being Trump. And I could summarize that by saying, look, I'm the most tremendous military family caller yeah. there ever was. Yeah. Terrific calls. They get off the phone with me. They say, best call they've best ever been. Best call ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, call. tremendous. I'm not happy with what he said there. Because I think he's, as a general principle, as a general rule, I don't like politicization of the military, especially military deaths. And what he's doing there, in my opinion, needlessly... Is he's throwing political opposition or previous presidents under the bus just to say, "Hey, look how much I care about the troops"?
5: Right. Why well, didn't have
0: didn't I have mentioned. to do that? Could mm-hmm. just say, "Look, I do my best to call families because I think that's very important, and I like to have a." personal connection with them
5: but generally this can be filed under you know trump foot and mouth like most things he says
0: yes and we know how that goes trump says something that is generally ill-advised incorrect uh otherwise worthy of criticism and then the reaction is uh well oftentimes much much worse as i will argue it is in this case but he gets a lot of heat For that statement, people saying, well, what are you talking about? Obama called families. He wrote letters. Bush called families. He wrote letters. You're not the only guy to do this. Why are you throwing them under the bus? So they kind of go into a little bit of uh, damage control mode. And Trump goes on Fox News radio on Tuesday and he says, well, Obama didn't call General Kelly. Ask General Kelly uh, if if, uh, and for people who aren't aware, General Kelly's son was killed in Afghanistan in 2010. So he's what, what's uh, general Kelly is what he's a, he has an advisory role in the White House. What's his formal title?
5: Uh, I actually don't know.
0: He's an advisory role in the White House. Son was killed in Afghanistan. And he's saying, look, Obama didn't didn't call him. So you might have to talk to him about this, trying to provide support or evidence for his claim. And this is what uh, he said on the radio show.
4: You could ask General Kelly, did he get a call from Obama? You could ask other people. I don't know what Obama's policy was. Okay.
0: Then on later on Tuesday, this start. This is where the real mess oh, starts.
5: He's chief of staff. We're retarded.
0: Ah. Oh, that's right. He replaced Wright. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. Anyway, turf, turf. yeah. That's, that's,
5: that, come to this show for the news. That's we why
0: know. the people come to us. And, <laughs> hey, at least we don't say that like Chelsea Handler does. Just wait. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this is where it starts to get really messy because the aforementioned La David Johnson is from the Miami area. And that is represented by this congresswoman, um, Frederica Wilson. And Frederica Wilson is apparently in the presence of Le David Johnson's widow when President Trump calls her. So she overhears this phone call, apparently in a limousine, over speakerphone. And then Frederica Wilson goes to the media and says, while Trump was very rude on that phone call, he said he he said Le David Johnson was... Uh, that he knew what he was getting into and you know I guess you're sad anyway basically that he died but he knew what he was doing so what's the big deal is the way she kind
3: of frames this and this is what she says to the media he said well I guess you knew he something to the fact that he knew what he was getting into when he signed up but I guess it hurts anyway the congresswoman says the
6: call lasted three to five minutes and that Mrs. Johnson's only response was, thank you. A White House official tells NBC News, the president's conversations with the families of American heroes who have made the ultimate sacrifice are private.
0: Okay. Then Trump tweets out that uh, she totally, um, that Frederica Wilson totally fabricated this story, says he has proof, and of course, that this is sad. To date, I don't think that proof has been substantiated, but... Did,
5: did you see her wording, though? She said, um, he said something to the effect of... Yeah. You can follow that with basically anything and yeah. avoid, you know, being told that you're lying.
0: <laughs> yes, it is heavily qualified, for sure, and it's important to, to note that. Okay. Um, okay, so then what happens here? I got The timeline is so dense here. I gotta make sure that we're in the right spot. Uh... Okay, so then Trump tweets out that it was fabricated. Frederica Wilson comes back and responds and says, no, Trump's a liar, I have witnesses. And by the way, this is now Trump's Benghazi. Dun, 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 dun.
3: (laughs) Well, he's a lie because I have witnesses. If he has proof, bring it on. But what he needs to be doing is watching because this is his Benghazi. La David was separate from the rest of the group why this is mr trump's benghazi and all of this about the widow is just a cover-up
5: okay huh. what's wrong with benghazi <laughs> well
0: tell. yeah benghazi was no big deal so i guess this is <laughs> no big deal too <laughs> why does but, it
5: even matter What? why does it matter anymore
0: but this is where i have to come back at her and i'll i have much more substantial criticism of her beyond this but um But yeah, I mean, she can say the same thing. She can say, look, there are serious questions about what happened here. The fact pattern around the David Johnson's death is very strange. The fact of the matter is he was found far away from the rest of the military personnel. The fact is he was missing for 48 hours. We want to find out why. But this just happened and you're using him as a political tool to jab your political opposition. Not a fan of that. Not a fan. It's not needed.
5: And the details surrounding this are, are dubious, like overhearing the, an entire conversation. Like, I, I, that just doesn't sit right with me. Like, you're like, oh, here's a, here's a call from the president. Hold on, I'm going to put him on speakerphone.
0: Yes, like, so that, that's what? that's one thing that John Kelly here speaks to. So John Kelly himself comes out on Thursday and delivers uh, a pretty heavy press conference. And what he starts out by doing is explaining the thought behind the decision to call or write letters and what he has advised the president to do in, in the past and also mm-hmm. what his own experience, again, as a gold star father was and what he would want for other people in, in the same situation. So this is what he had to say.
7: Who writes letters? to the families. Typically, the only phone calls a family receives are the most important phone calls they can imagine, and that is from their buddies. In my case, hours after my son was killed, his friends were calling us from Afghanistan. Some presidents have elected to call. All presidents, I believe, have elected to send letters. If you elect to call a family like this, it is about the most difficult thing you could imagine. When I took this job uh, and talked to President uh, uh Trump, my first recommendation was he not do it. It's not the phone call that parents, family members are looking forward to. He asked me about previous presidents, and I said, I can tell you that President Obama, who uh, was my commander-in-chief when I was on active duty, uh, did not call my family. That was not a criticism. That was just to simply say, I don't believe President Obama called. Let me tell you what my best friend, Joe Dunford, told me, because he was my casualty officer. He said, Kel, he was doing Exactly what he wanted to do when he was killed, he knew what he was getting into by joining the mar- that one percent. He knew what the possibilities were because we're at war, and when he died in the four cases we're talking about in Iure, my son's case in Afghanistan, when he died, he was surrounded by the best men on this earth
0: okay, so and I think that's very important context for what a statement. That's somewhat similar to what Frederica Wilson is describing, but not at all the intent that she's describing would sound like. Look, this is a person who knew the risks that he right. of, of what he was doing, but he did it anyway because he's brave and because he wanted to live the life of a soldier and because he wanted to to go into war with, with his guys, with his buddies. This is what he was and this is what he wanted to do, and he did it despite the risks. That's not That's not at all the same in meaning or intent to what Frederica Wilson is describing.
5: Right. I mean, I'm sure she deliberately misconstrued it, but I can also, you know, fathom a situation where Trump says some like blurts out something that's really inappropriate. I mean, we've seen him do this before. And so that that story that, you know, maybe that rings true a little bit. But I don't think for, it, even if it's true that it, that it came from a place of malice, that's the real difference.
0: Yeah. My question would be if Trump was truly apathetic or had disdain for the right. family, why would he call at all? Especially when, if we believe General Kelly's testimony, General Kelly said, look, Mr. President, I don't think that you should call because quite honestly, the families are not looking forward to that call. And they you're not directly connected. They don't necessarily want to speak to you. So Trump apparently scrapped that advice and decided who make these calls it doesn't right, seem to right. me like he does that saying oh, i don't care about these i don't care about these people or I, they or or you know i well, don't like them or whatever
5: then he posed what general kelly told him um differently he said that like um, i don't know never mind, never mind.
0: you keep going <laughs> all right so kelly has kelly then files it up with some specific criticism for congresswoman wilson about the way that she's handled this and about something that he claims to have heard her say in the past. This is what he has to say. When
7: I came to work yesterday morning broken brokenhearted at what I saw a member of Congress doing, a member of Congress who listened in on a phone call from the President of the United States to a young wife. It stuns me that a member of Congress would have listened in on that conversation. Now, when I was a kid growing up, a lot of things were sacred in our country. Women were sacred and looked upon with great honor. That's obviously not the case anymore, as we see from recent Cases. Life, the dignity of life, was sacred. That's gone. Religion, that seems to be gone as well. Gold Star families, I think that left in the convention over the summer. But I just thought the selfless devotion that brings a man or a woman to die on the battlefield, I just thought that that might be sacred. And when I listened to this woman and what she was saying, the only thing I could do to collect my thoughts was to go and walk among the finest men and women on this earth. And you can always find them, because they're in Arlington National Cemetery. I'll end with this. Uh, in, in, in October, uh, April, rather, of 2015, I was still on active duty, and I went to the dedication of the new FBI field office in Miami. It was dedicated to two men who were killed in a firefight in Miami with against drug traffickers, and a congresswoman and the long tradition of empty barrels making the most noise, stood up there and all of that and talked about how she was instrumental in getting the funding for that building and how she took care of her constituents because she got the money and she just called up President Obama. And on that phone call, he gave the money, the $20 million to build the building. And she sat down and we were stunned.
0: So, so he makes this accusation that basically she made an event that was about the dedication of a new building to fallen fbi officers all about her and how she had made it all possible
1: mm-hmm.
0: now there's some controversy as to the accuracy of what he just said we'll visit that at the end but that's the accusation he makes against her and i think a very powerful testimony from john kelly honestly it makes me a little bit emotional even listening to it uh and I like John Kelly a lot. Spoiler alert. I hope he sticks around. Right. I, yeah. I hope he stays as chief of staff for some time. I think he's a good influence on the president. I think he's yeah, a Yeah, we were talking about this man. before.
5: He's killing it in these pressers. He seems so relatable. He never gets flustered.
0: Yeah. And I I, I suspect that he was unwillingly thrown into this. I don't think that he told Trump, oh, hey, go, go tell him that Obama didn't call me. You can hear him say, look, I told him that Obama didn't call me. It wasn't a criticism. It was just me right. telling him, what happened to me. I'm not saying that I'm mad that he didn't, that's just what happened. And Trump but kind of- But Trump
5: did pose it as though he was like, well, somebody told me that not all president, you know, that's yeah. not really what he told Trump. So
0: yeah, so I think Kelly was kind of a pawn in this too. And for him to handle it, I think as, as strongly and stoically as he did, I admire a lot in addition to my admiration for uh, for his service and for what he sacrificed in terms of his son. I got a lot of admiration for that guy.
5: Yeah. Yeah. But Trump fucked this up. He should have just written a letter. Listen to Kelly written a letter. <laughs> just, I mean, why just, does he have to call? Yeah. He's right. I don't think the family is waiting with bated breath to hear from the president on this. I mean, he's not going to change their really grim situation. It's a nice gesture, but I'm not sure that I would feel any differently if I heard from a president or not.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Like this horrible thing still happened.
0: So... <laughs> congresswoman wilson keeps digging in further and further and she responds to kelly in just bizarre terms reporters ask her hey general kelly kind of ripped you at a press conference what do you have to say about that and she says "Ooh, well look i guess i guess i'm a rock star now and then she delivers <laughs> oh. this bizarre incoherent metaphor uh if you have if you understand what it means good for you i don't well let's listen to it
3: you mean to tell me that i have become so important <laughs> okay. That the White House is following me and my word. This is amazing. It's amazing. I have to tell my kids that I'm a rock star now. Let me tell you what my mother told me when I was little. She said the dog can bark at the moon all night long. But it doesn't become an issue until the moon barks back.
5: What?
0: It's Brett Bear's face. <laughs> just, just watch his reaction here.
3: But it doesn't become an issue until the moon barks back.
0: <laughs> and this is—it gets worse. Like somehow this gets worse. And don't worry, we're almost done here with everything we need to play through. But she goes on CNN New Day uh, with Chris Cuomo and what's her face—the lady that. Yeah had that accidentally racist moment against that spelling bee girl. That's all I remember her for.
5: Oh, God. Told I her she only
0: knows it, yeah. Sanskrit or something <laughs> like that. I forget her name. Anyway, uh, Congresswoman Wilson goes on CNN New Day and says that you heard General Kelly say that she was um, an empty barrel making the most noise.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: She says that's a racist term, but she also disputes the accusation made against her about this FBI building.
3: And I heard him say that I bragged that I uh, secured the money for the building of the FBI uh, building in Miramar. I was not even in Congress in 2009 when the money for the building was secured. So that's a lie. Well, his point was, I think that uh, and though you're right, he didn't get the facts right on that was
2: that. Empty barrels make the most noise. You're I think
3: making- that's a that's a racist term, too. I, I'm thinking about that when uh, we looked it up in the dictionary because I had never <laughs> heard of an empty barrel.
0: I don't think empty barrel is in the dictionary. Uh, <laughs> maybe it is. Urban dictionary, maybe. I don't know about Merriam-Webster. But if you have to look it up, it. but you know it's racist... Yeah. I'm not going to spend too much time trying to figure out the reasoning there. Now, this also happened... I. I When this first came out, I thought it was obtained through some sort of unethical means. But the question is, I wonder what a a call with a Gold Star family from Trump sounds like. And there is another Gold Star family that voluntarily gave this tape to the Washington Post. This came out on Friday about what their call with the president sounded like. And I'll play this because they've volunteered it. I mean, I do think there's something that that that's a that's a private space. You don't want to invade it unless they're comfortable with. Right people listening to it. But apparently the family is comfortable with people listening to it. So this is what a phone call in a similar situation sounded like from April.
3: Natasha? Yes, sir. I am so sorry to hear
1: about the whole situation. What a, what a horrible thing, except
6: that he's an unbelievable hero. And, you know, all of the people that served with him are saying how incredible he was. Well I thank you, um, President Trump. Those words are very kind. He was an amazing man, an amazing husband, and an amazing soldier. Everyone told me how great. I
1: mean, he's like, he was the leader. He was the, he was the boss. He was their friend. They all loved him.
4: You know, just like you do. I mean, he's just a special guy. That's so amazing. It's so amazing. And I'll tell you, when you're around, if you could, you know the people to deal with. but. If you're around uh, Washington,
1: you come over and see me at the Oval Office, okay? Yes, sir. You just come over and see me because you are
4: just the
0: kind of family. This is what we want. And that brings us to where we are today. And
5: uh, Oh, geez, Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> it, it's tough. It, it is absolutely tough. Um, you can't tell me. I, I don't believe for a second that the president called up uh, David Johnson's widow and said, Oh, well, you know, that's what he signed up for, but I guess you're still sad. You can't tell me that. I don't buy it at all. It's possible that he said something loosely similar,
5: similar? loosely similar. Yeah. But, but they only say that and they say that in lots of calls. I've heard calls like this before because they want to place the emphasis on, on the duty because that's why people go into the military in the first place. And it's not like their life was lost for nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh this is just political gamesmanship. This is someone who was a party to a conversation who as General Kelly said, I think it's ethically questionable whether she should have even been. I think look, it's hindsight is 2020. I'm not saying she had to excuse herself from that conversation, but I think it would have been more admirable to do that. I don't know how that happened in the limousine. All I know right. is that if ever there was a conversation where it might be best to be step kind out. and deferential. Oh, never mind. <laughs> well, or step out. But I'm saying you can't possibly tell me. Let's put it this way. If she overhears the exact same statement delivered by President Obama, she doesn't have this reaction. It is pure politics.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It has nothing yeah. to do with the actual conversation in that limousine. And that's why Frederica Wilson, while they're both guilty of at some level of committing the same crime, of crossing the same line in terms of politicizing the military, what Frederica Wilson is doing to me is so much worse because it's not just politicizing the military generally like pre- president trump did that and he threw past presidents under the bus what she's doing is politicizing a specific soldier's death
5: oh yeah immediately after his
0: death and, like, and she, like
5: she wants to deal with this crap right now she like she wants this media circus everybody's talking about or asking her to comment i'm sure that her life right now is hellish
0: and that's the thing. We don't know because we've not heard. It's it's Frederica Wilson being the mouthpiece for this family. We don't know what the family actually wants. She's yeah. just inserted herself on their behalf. And while she does certainly have a role as a member of Congress in getting to the bottom of what happened, because this seems like a very weird event that, that occurred, we should know what happened so we know how to avoid it in the future. Mm-hmm. But to, to throw your political opposition under the bus and use this guy as a pawn in the scheme is... I, I hate to do this, like moralizing, but stuff like that is just grotesque to me. This is just gross, yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. But Trump also kind of opened this can of worms. And I wish that he wasn't so pathologically defensive. It's like she yeah. has no fucking proof of this. This is just he said she said nonsense. If I were him, I would have just washed my hand of the whole thing, hands of the whole thing only addressed why it took me so long to comment on this publicly um and not discuss my conversation with the widow and just ignored her claims, Wilson's claims. I mean, yeah. Why did he have to address this? He's always defending himself. They're going to yeah. hate you no matter what. They're going to accuse you of things you didn't do. Stop defending yourself. Stop yeah, apologizing. It, it's Stop. that obsessive
0: need to be the best and the greatest and yeah. the, the, the the best at something. And, and this is a situation where you don't, I don't think you have to be the best at The
5: best, at yeah. Because it, it's the gesture. It doesn't matter really yeah. how well you do the gesture. N-
0: normally, I I think it's fair to say that we're probably both a little bit dismissive of the need for empathy compassion and feels and all those things as a matter of public policy but this if there's ever a case where the presidential need for that is needed this would be it Mm. this is a time it's not about you trump and it's not about frederica wilson she's making it about herself too and it's annoying yeah but you can take a hit you can take a hit personally or politically for la david johnson for those three other guys who didn't make it out in niger you can take that hit and I hope that he does in the future, but uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm talking to myself in circles now. But this whole well, thing is I, just pissed me that off. thing we
5: didn't address: um, people are saying that this was a huge intelligence failure, and mm. from what I read, I just can't see any evidence that that's true. And that's one of the reasons that she was saying that this is his Benghazi. because she's saying that there was a giant intelligence failure. But um, reading about this, I they said they had gone on 29 patrols where they didn't encounter anybody prior to yeah. this. Like that leads me to believe that they didn't think that they were going to be in this kind of situation that Hmm. they kind of just um, were encircled and there was just nothing that they could really do about it
0: i do have i do have a few odds and ends to wrap this up too of of details that are relevant the one thing we haven't closed out is kelly accused her of making that fbi building event all about herself Uh now people are saying he's an outright liar on it he's not entirely correct but it's not fair to say he's an outright liar either so Rodrigo Wilson said, I wasn't even in Congress when the money was secured. So I didn't go up there and say I got the money because I, I wasn't even in position to get the money. That is true. So the money was secured in 2009. She wasn't even in Congress. But it is true that she did give a speech at the dedication of this building, and she did have a role in naming the building. Ah. So there's a big federal process to go through in naming the building. She said this at the dedication scenario. She said, Uh, Consider this scenario. Uh, The brand new federal building that will house the FBI has been built, and the FBI approaches my office. Congresswoman Wilson, the ribbon cutting has been scheduled in four short weeks. The dedication is on the government's calendar and cannot be changed. One problem, the FBI wants to name this gorgeous edifice at the same time in four weeks. Everyone said, that's impossible. It takes at least eight months to a year to complete that process through the House, the Senate, and the President's office. I said... I'm a school principal. I said, excuse my French. Oh, hell no. Uh, we're going to get this done immediately. I went into attack mode. I went to the speaker, speaker Boehner. And I said, Mr. Speaker, I need your help. The FBI needs your help. And this is our country. Uh, and our country needs your help. And we have no time to waste. He went into attack mode and in two days, pulled it off, pulled it out of committee, brought it to the floor uh, for a vote. We all, voted and I dashed it over to the Senate and all our Senate and put all our senators on notice, put it on your radar, Senator Nelson and Senator Rubio who have representatives uh, here today, they hotlined it to the Senate floor. And in just two days uh, or hotlined it to the Senate floor in just two days. And guess what? Uh, The president signed it into law that past Tuesday or this past Tuesday, April 7th, 2015 with a bang, bang, bang too long. Didn't read. She's bragging about how she was able to get that naming process done. Very efficient. (laughs)
5: Nine months to name a building. Jeez.
0: I know that's that's kind of uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize it was that uh, it that can't be, done. Process.
5: It can't be done.
0: So while Kelly's wrong about her bragging about securing funding, I think there's a case to be made about him saying she was bragging about how quickly she got it done in terms of the naming process. I haven't read the speech in full. I don't know if it's a fair characterization of the bulk of the speech. I'm just saying to say Kelly's an outright liar, I think is unfair, too. Right. Okay, the, this <laughs> this clip I love because we're talking about how Frederica Wilson must be taking the least charitable interpretation of whatever she heard uh, possible for political purposes. Now, of course, the internet does what it does best and it digs around for things that she's done. She spoke to the naming of this FBI building and said basically the same thing about these FBI officers who died in the line of duty. Listen to what she said and think about how you could characterize this uncharitably.
3: We're naming the building in honor of Special Agents Benjamin P. Grogan and Jerry L. Dove. Most men and women in law enforcement leave their homes for work knowing that there is a possibility that they may not return. And I know that Agents Grogan and Dove knew about this violence when they said goodbye to their families, picked up their badges and their guns and left home on the morning of April 11th, 1986. Yet, they still answered the charge to protect their community in the face of this danger. (laughs)
0: Really? Oh, so she said something to the effect of, "They knew what they were doing, but I guess you're still sad anyway." Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's, it's the hypocrisy is too much, you know. I mean, I could take a similarly uh, harsh interpretation of what she just said and and twist it into something that it clearly doesn't mean.
5: No, nope. Mm. The senility factor is pretty high with this one.
0: Well, uh, that's a good transition. I was going to say, should we save the? The spoiler alert here is that uh, she's obviously competing with Maxine Waters for the crazy throne of the house. Maxine Waters uh, saw what she was doing and said, oh, I got something for you. I will I will meet your crazy feud with Trump and I will up you a vague Trump death threat of some kind. Do you want to... Should we just play that real quick and then hop into Super Chat? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's real quick. This is Maxine Waters. What's the context here? Maxine Waters... Gave a speech at an awards gala for LGBT youth. This is on Friday and it's at the, I think it's on Friday anyway, the Ali Forney Center gala in New York City. So this is what she said. Honestly, this, I don't even know what she means. We'll just play the clip.
3: Wow, what a moving evening this is. I am sitting here, listening, watching, absorbing, thinking about Ali, even though I never met him. And with this kind of inspiration, I will go and take Trump out tonight. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> significant applause. Wild cheer.
3: Take
5: out?
0: Yeah, so I, all I've been able to see is this about 30 to 40 second clip. The original clip was deleted off of YouTube by YouTube <laughs> for violating some terms of service i don't know but the, what she's saying is is not very specific and i'm trying to think okay everybody's cheering is there a context here that i'm missing is there something
5: uh, i don't know what I could take
0: it. trump out mean and why would people cheer about that that's or is it just that crazy is this event just that crazy I don't know. There might be more context to it. If people have additional context, send it my way because I would like for that. Do you
5: really think there's additional context? You heard what she said before and after that. Well, I guess that was the last thing she said, wasn't it?
0: That's all I've heard from this event. But of course, I've heard her say her infinite list of crazy things in the past. My favorite is her saying.
5: Definition of what taking somebody out is, because that universally means killing somebody.
0: I could take her out. That means take her on a date. Maybe she wants to take Trump out to the soda fountain. Yeah. Yeah.
5: She wants to get a, a Sunday.
0: Yeah, exactly.
5: Hotly vanilla Sunday. Yeah,
0: and share it with uh, crazy straws, you know? <laughs> and she could wear a poodle skirt. My favorite Maxine Waters quote of many, but my favorite is when she said, I remember when I was a millennial.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when did she say that? She said it
0: to the, some millennial activist group. She said, I remember when I was a millennial. No longer am I a millennial, but I remember when I was.
5: <laughs> oh, she must have thought that it was like a like A term a stage for young in- people in lines. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Not a generational term.
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty stupid. Oh, but okay. We didn't know what general Kelly
0: position. Was, well, yeah. you know, we're nobody's perfect, but <laughs> also we're not, we're not lawmakers. All right. We're people with a duct tape podcast production.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, I appreciate everybody bearing with us through that extremely extended segment, but for people, you know, uh, I, for me to form my own opinion, I wanted to have everything that was said laid out in sequence yeah. so I could really understand it. And I hope it was helpful for people. If it if it wasn't, if you already knew all this stuff and you hated it, that's fine too. You know, Leave no a problem. comment
5: that we won't read.
0: <laughs> I got no problem making a podcast that you hate. Believe me.
5: <laughs> we should do some super chat. Sure. All right. Um, Joel Dykman said, $5 for Hat Matt, the one true Matt. Hat Matt <laughs> is the only true Matt. True. Oh,
0: speaking of which I forgot to mention, uh, in the announcements at the top of the show, Halloween shows next Sunday. So I'm not yeah. given any spoilers or clues about what the costumes will be. I can just confirm costumes are involved.
5: Yep. And I guess I kind of got sexy Halloween this year.
0: Hmm. So you I don't know clues.
5: Well, that's my, uh, that's my clue.
0: I can say depending the possibilities there.
5: <laughs> I may or may not be delivering a sexy Halloween. To
0: you. Yeah. The possibilities there. I am very curious to see how you're going to execute this.
5: I mean, I got all the stuff. I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. Joseph Kulisic said, Problem with Walking Dead franchise, that people are frustratingly disagreeable and stupid. Why do characters always go off alone? Surest way to die. I have yeah. thought that so many times in watching Walking Dead. I'm like, turn around or don't do that all by yourself. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, oh. And how are zombies so quiet? I'm not buying it. Um, Rick Morana said, you aren't consoling a dead widow. Good enough. re." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you probably summarized the whole controversy that took us 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah.
5: That's yeah, basically really. all you need to know. Yep. Uh, David Howard said, happy belated birthday, Skaggs." Skag did turn well, 30 you. last week. Yeah. Uh, did the entertainment include the cruz Bernie tax debate? I'm sure it did. I, I sure tried did. to
0: watch it. I couldn't find a good stream of it um, because I, of course, don't have cable. And uh, I, I got like 10 minutes of it. And then I was like... What am I doing? It's, my, it's my birthday. I'm not oh. doing this crap. So I played video games or something. And he did stuff
5: his face to the point of nearly vomiting. also. I
0: felt like I gained 20 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> he it DM'd was... me
5: on Twitter. He's like, is it possible to like eat way too much? I'm like, yes.
0: <laughs> I, I think I said that I ate myself into obesity or something like that.
5: Yeah. Yes.
0: Vegetables and water and Coors Light for like a week straight <laughs> after that. You
5: deserved it. You made it to 30. Um, Mr. Ribby 88 said story of the week was Robert Mueller's FBI cover-up of Russian bribery to get uranium one deal approved, not Frederick or Wilson Wilson story, a distraction. Yeah, we know we talked about this before the show. We're not, we're not getting all conspiratorial and like not talking about things to help cover other things up. Do you want to explain why we didn't talk about this or Hollywood this week?
0: Got it. Look, editorial decisions, man. Editorial decisions.
5: Yeah. I mean, I will say that on our show, we don't always cover the most important news of the week like we don't well, Like sometimes we make active decisions to be like we're not just not going to talk about this
0: there's anymore. a potential investigation into this uranium this is to this could become a story i don't know that it's the number one story right now there no are, i
5: mean it's the number one story that people in the comment section are pissing and moaning about right now sure
0: well <laughs> they're welcome to, to make their own podcast talking about it
5: yeah i mean i don't know sometimes skag and i want to do a few lighter topics a few interesting topics and we don't want to cover what the biggest story is in this week and i would argue that that's not the biggest story And that sounds a little conspiratorial, too. Wilson's story is a distraction. I mean, I don't think the story emerged to distract everybody from this. Anyway, um, Matt McFadder said, Missed you all on Wednesday. Happy belated birthday, Matt. Thank Um, you. Hope you don't spend all of your money on hookers and beer, by the way. I don't judge. (laughs) Oh,
0: boy. (laughs) The the joke is I don't have any money. (laughs) (laughs) That's the
5: funny part. (laughs) Rut row, Constantine the Mediocre, um, people are more concerned about what was said than the fact that a serviceman is actually dead because of the frivolous interventions, because of our frivolous interventions. What the hell? Yeah, we, we talked about this before the show as well. It's like, and this was my, um, criticism of Trump, uh, nobody's really focusing on the servicemen or how this is going to affect the widow. Can you imagine being a widow, um, something like this happening, and you've never dealt with media scrutiny or being in the public eye ever before in your life? Your husband just died and you have to deal with that. And this media frenzy, people coming to your house, harassing you. It must be horrible for her right now. She didn't ask for this. On top of the death of her husband, I feel horrible for her. Malcolm of the North said, uh, What's good, people? Glad to be back watching live. Hey, we haven't seen you in a long time. Well, thanks, man. Thanks, Welcome man. back. Josh D. Marshall. Frederick Wilson is Maxine Waters 2.0. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, totally. Um, Richard McLaughlin. Blonde just uploaded an excellent video on Islamic rape gangs terrorizing European girls and were fixated upon a stylistic quirk of Trump. Also... Frederica Wilson and media enablers are scumbags. Yeah, I just did release what I think may be my most controversial video. So go ahead and check it out. Already demonetized, I'm sure. Yeah, I was gonna
0: say you you definitely uh you you pushed a few buttons with it. I was like, oh boy, yeah, uh,
5: yeah. I mean, once I started back. reading about the this Bristol police force this week, they're the police force that like painted their nails for slavery and then wore <laughs> heels for domestic violence, and then they're yeah. just like Nine people a day in the UK are being arrested for online hate crimes, but, you know, rape is rampant. And in Western Europe, I also talk about this 11-year-old girl that was said to have consented to sex with a 28-year-old. So I'm just watching Western Europe fall apart, and um, nobody's really doing anything about it. Nobody has any weapons, and so I just talk about vigilante justice a lot. So check out my last video. Pretty controversial. Um, Joseph Kalisic said, speaking as an avid follower of political news, I couldn't be less interested in the phone call with this gold star mother. It's getting too much play. Well, sorry, God, you guys are dicks, but thank you for the <laughs>
0: <laughs> But thanks for supporting the show. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I do think there's a lot of cultural importance to this story, to be honest. I, and I do think that the question of whether we use the military as a political pawn or a political tool is is a, a question of cultural importance mm-hmm. and i do think these are questions that, that we should be asking that we should be talking about yep. um you know it's, you want to talk about the political fights they do matter i think the cultural the cultural fights are at least as significant if not more so
5: agreed um, Scott Malabi says this is a non roll the Paris Don Lemon fake news clip. This is just political actors overreacting to Trump being inarticulate. Yeah, well, I mean, we see this pattern all the time. Trump is a very smart guy, but he just talks like your average Joe. You know, he he doesn't deliver with a lot of precision. And he's... uh. uh total bragger so you know his delivery it needs some work. Um, then we've got a donation from Eric Ray and JV Dude. No notes. Thank you very much for that you thanks. guys. Craig's need. Trump is often inartful in his words but rarely malice in his intentions. Exactly. Kelly was amazing laying out what it's like as a gold star. Much respect. Yeah. Yep I agree. Let's do like three more for right now. Daniel Metz said happy belated Matt. Sorry that I missed well, the last you. two shows live but it makes my Monday morning. Love you both. Oh well, we love you too Daniel. Thank you so much. I'm
0: glad much. that. Uh, thanks for listening on Monday morning or whenever you might listen. Appreciate it.
5: Um, and let's say last one for right now is from Scott Malavi. He said, All black women want DNA, Tody Tommy Sotomayor.
0: Is that a Tommy Sotomayor quote? I don't know.
5: Yeah, yeah. Is it I'd have to know what he
0: means, I guess. Uh, um, actually, at some point. We, All right. We gotta
5: we got Dangerous spaces said in response to ISIS on motorcycles, I believe they're known as Sunnis of Anarchy.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. No, wrong one. <laughs> well, that too. That's what I was going for. Okay. Oh man. Dun 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 uh, works too. Yeah. Good, <laughs> good job, <laughs> dangerous Sunis faces. of anarchy on the horizon.
5: I like it. Yeah. I like I like what you're, what yeah. you're bringing us. Um, God. Tempest said, and this is gonna be the last one for right now. Pro military president saying something bad of the soldiers. Kind of see the BS spin in there. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for the donations. Uh, I didn't miss Appreciate you. If it. I didn't say yours, we're just gonna get back to the remainder later.
0: Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can be quick with the rest of the don't, The rest of the topics won't be quite as as lengthy. I do want to get through this Chelsea Handler, <laughs> this Chelsea Handler story because Ugh. it comes out. Chelsea Handler, of course, she has her talk show on Netflix or has for the last year or so. Is it a talk show? Is it late night comedy? I guess it's supposed to be comedy. Oh, no, it's not
5: comedy, is it?
0: Really? Uh, Hollywood Reporter reports this week, Chelsea Handler's Netflix show canceled after two seasons. Uh, Not quite the same as what Chelsea posts to Twitter. Oh, I've made the decision to leave my Netflix show because I want to, I'm paraphrasing here because I don't want to read the whole damn thing, but I want to be a political activist. I want to campaign for candidates who are uh, fighting for women's rights. Uh, Basically, she wants to be politically influential. And so she needs to leave her show. Doesn't she say some shit
5: about going around to states and like meeting the, just like what Sarah Silverman's doing?
0: Yeah. Like she wants to tour and she wants to support candidates who are in her estimation pro women's rights. But this this whole thing is bullshit. You're telling me you want to be politically influential while you're leaving the largest political platform that you've ever had or ever will have. That's what you're saying to me. And I'm supposed to believe it Mm -hmm. that, Oh, I just, I had to move on to bigger and better things. No, the show sucked. It got canceled. You are getting demoted and you will be less politically influential, not more. Yep. By the way, you weren't very politically influential before. That's why the show failed.
5: I know. Why does she think that she's somehow politically influential? It was just the whole um, campaign season, people just telling her to shut her mouth.
1: Yes. She's no reason to so, think that
5: she has actual
0: influence. So, as But she does. She really thinks she does. And as I mentioned, I went through more footage than I can defend, but I did pull out <laughs> some... Of the worst things that she said, because I think they're worth Oof. looking at in terms of why the show potentially failed.
5: Worse than the um, intro song? I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, some of those are, are part of it. But she has she definitely has these delusions of grandeur. Like She thinks that she is some political Moses of some kind, it seems. Like she's delivering political savviness to people and delivering them information on which they... Vote or they become political activists or whatever, but it's weird because while doing that, she it's full of contradiction. She says, I want to inform people, but also I don't know shit, and I'm like learning on the fly, so whatever, or just learn with me, basically. And then she also goes on these self-congratulatory spiels about how she's going to be so nice to her opposition and how she, really there's a big divide that we need to bridge. And so we have to reach out to people with whom we disagree, but then she just throws people that she doesn't like under the bus. We'll see it with Melania Trump. We'll see it with yeah. what she calls people. She calls black white supremacists like Ben Carson and, um, and Sheriff Clark. And she uh, is
5: the washed up hag that we have been looking for to mend race relations in this country. <laughs>
0: See, uh, the worst the worst clip I saw from her is actually not even from her show. It's from after she was some kind of host at the Women's March back around Inauguration Day. And she does this interview with Variety in which the contradictions couldn't be clearer. And what's crazy is they're in the same interview. You know, it's easy to find seemingly contradictory statements from a person from two separate points in time or in the two same separate contexts. Yeah. This is the same interview. We'll get to that in a moment. This is- the, don't forget, uh, she cried. I for a woman, she cried after election day with outgoing Senator Barbara Boxer saying, "Oh, I just want to quit and I want to leave, but everyone told me you have to save the day, Chelsea. So I'm going to stay here and <laughs> save the day." Except for my show Who is going to do that. Yeah. Well, apparently this audience of clapping seals did, or crying <laughs> seals.
2: As a woman, it's it feels so sexist, and I think I guess the message that I want to like spread out to other women is is exactly what you're saying is not to give up. Sorry, I hate fucking crying on camera, but is not to give up because this is so important and it's, it's easy to say, throw in the towel and that we're gonna leave no, or I'm gonna move to Spain because I wanna move to Spain. I really, really wanna move to Spain right now. And everyone in my office is like, you have a responsibility, you have a voice and you need to use it and you have to be here.
0: Oh, what I didn't
2: realize okay. was how-
0: this, this is the black, white supremacist bit. This is relatively recent. This is from, I think, September.
2: How many different types of racists we have in this country? So there's a lot. We have white supremacists, we have white nationalists, neo-Nazis, neo-Confederates, and the most confusing group of racists are black white supremacists. Black white supremacists are black people who think white people are better than them. They include, like, Stacey Dash, Ben Carson, and this guy, Sheriff Clark. He's the only sheriff in the country who pulls himself over for no reason.
0: <laughs> Divisiveness. Har 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 har. This now, this is the variety interview. Now notice again, she's gonna start off by saying, Oh, isn't it a shame how divided a country we are? Look, I don't understand people on the other side, but it's clear that we have to to mend uh to to mend our relationship here. So we're gonna to have to be nice to people on the other side, and I'm gonna do that. But by the way, fuck Melania Trump. And fuck Donald Trump too
2: is not the answer, and I think to get that message, we have to reach across party lines, forget your party, I'm registering as an independent, I'm not gonna be a Democrat anymore, because it's too divisive. This isn't working, this two-party system. You know, I'm gonna hang my hat on that, and that's what's gonna help me move forward and make my agenda about educating anybody I can, while I'm also getting educated. Would you ever have Donald Trump on your show? No. What if he asked you? No. What about Melania? Would you have her oh, in your show? Melania? What, to talk about what she can barely speak English.
5: If oh he were here god. right now.
0: How racist yeah. and xenophobic of her.
2: Melania <laughs> Trump speaks
5: 5 languages. Yeah. 5 languages. Come on.
0: In in what other context would she find that to be an acceptable criticism of an immigrant? The answer is oh, no. Oh
5: yeah. Yeah. Like if I saw a Mexican immigrant and I was like, oh, I bet they don't speak English." She would be like, "Oh my god, that is so racist." But you can yeah. say it about an Eastern European woman. Why?
0: Because it's it's the politics. It's Trump. You know if uh, what well, anyway. No self awareness. This one. It gets worse. It gets worse.
2: Now what would you say to Stop him? Off. <laughs> Fuck off.
0: So just to be clear, the I the mean, question <laughs> there was Milan. If uh, if if you could talk to Trump, what would uh, what would you say? Something. Yeah. Like to Look, to
2: talk about what? She can barely speak English. If he were here right now, what would you say to Stop him? Off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I mean. <sighs> gross. He is the grossest physically, emotionally, mentally.
0: Some seal in the background. I don't know. It looks like this is taking place on in some kind of wine bar or something. They are drinking wine during this.
2: Those statues they made of him were accurate. I bet you that is what he looks like Mm -hmm. naked with a little grape in between his legs. I'm going to love on the people that I don't even like, that's how inspired I am. I'm gonna be nice and reach <laughs> oh, out. Oh, you're and
5: so brave. Be good to
2: the people that I don't have interests in. I want to be uncomfortable, put myself in uncomfortable situations to try and figure out how we repair. I just no, feel no,
0: you don't. No, you don't. And then this is the last bit I have is a clip from a CNN interview in um in uh this was April, and again this just illustrates these weird contradictory stances she has, like, I'm out to educate people, but also I don't know anything. I want to talk to people across the aisle, but also fuck them and they have grape-sized genitalia. (laughs) Sense of
2: responsibility, I think, more than anything else, to help people understand. I know I certainly didn't understand politics as much as I do now, and I have a lot more to learn. I didn't understand how a bill is passed. I didn't understand the uh, electoral college. I enjoy giving the audience something to take away rather than just pure stupidity. You know, which I'm also capable of. Hey, it's okay to live in, in all worlds.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, good riddance. Good riddance. Glad I, I uh, When that show first came out, I did try to watch like two episodes of it and it was unwatchable. It, it I couldn't sit yeah.
5: it. I mean, there's something uniquely sad about an unfunny woman and then that paired with her being like an older, single, childless woman. Like, this is what happens when all this waspy childless energy just gets pent up and then years of feminism and Hollywood. And then you just like explode your idiocy all over the American people. Yeah.
0: Now you, uh, you'll be happy that I spared you in the audience from one clip that I did see, which was the Amy Schumer interview in which they discussed Amy's tour of Europe. But you'll be glad because the first thing they talk about was Amy getting explosive diarrhea on her European trip and talking about her and barfing, like bar sitting on the toilet, barfing through a can with holes in it all over her crotch. This is what Amy Schumer was telling, uh, was telling Chelsea Handler about, and uh, I c- I couldn't even edit it. I couldn't even. I, I just. It was no American
5: it, women, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no,
0: no. So anyway, good riddance, Chelsea. I um as as I said, I don't buy that your political influence is going to increase as a result of this move. But I look forward to you proving me wrong. I don't think that you will. Yeah. Speaking of celebrities, we got some celebrity wisdom. Should we take a break or should we hop into that?
5: Um, let's let's take a little break. Let's see who's okay. the last one. Was it that Soto Mayor? No, it was the Sunnis of Anarchy.
0: <laughs> Sunnis of Anarchy, yeah.
5: Uh Tempest said pro-military president saying something bad of the soldiers kind of Oh, I said that one already. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um Patrick Waz said popped in a little late today, but saw General Kelly and was immediately calm. Did I already say that one?
0: No, I don't recall that, but yeah. um I, have not, I had not I listened to. Yeah, exactly. I had not listened to much from General Kelly prior to this. Uh, yeah. So I really formed a lot of my opinion as a result of this.
5: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, stand up, dude, big fan after this.
5: Um, and then he also said one maintains his honor while the other trashes other people's honor. Yeah, that's yeah. that's definitely true. Uh, three-sided coin said, "Hi, Matt and Blonde, just stopping in to send some love from your socialist leftist fan." Wow, we've we we've, we've got one. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, thanks. There's
0: the guy.
1: Appreciate it. Thank
5: you for that three sided coin. Yeah. Uh, DK Jaspek, oh, I'm going to skip that one. Frank Underwood said Trump is not defending. He is counterattacking, thus exposing the pure psychopathy of the Dems. He's willing to take the fight to the mud, unlike the conservatives. That's why he's always winning. Um, yes, but this wasn't really a counterattack, was it,
0: for him? Well, he was criticized he for this. his. Yes, but he was being grilled by, because of his alleged delayed response to what happened in Niger um but i but that was media really i don't think there was any need to go after past presidents as a President, result
5: yeah of right it. right yeah he this is kind of a can of worms that he opened not that i don't sympathize with him but you know he needs to be more careful about the things that just fall out of his mouth um scott Malavi said tranny james brown aus- out herself <laughs> yeah
0: wait which one which one which one which is, one tranny-, one is yeah. tranny james Brown?
5: i thought that it was only maxine waters but now i'm not, I'm not right
0: bill sure. o'reilly got in trouble for that but you can make the case for either can anyone find a picture of James Brown in a festive cowboy hat. Because (laughs) that, I mean, we got to do that side by side.
5: The Photoshop's are coming. Yeah. Um, Sam Bowler said taking Trump out could mean affecting his impeachment, and taking him out of office.
0: Ah, yeah, that's that's probably the fairest, realistic interpretation. Oh, of course. Why
5: didn't that occur to me?
0: But that's but that still is so weird to phrase it that way. I'm ready to go out go take. She said, go take Trump out tonight. Not even just like, hey, I'm ready to yeah. take Trump out of office through the constitutionally prescribed <laughs> method. No, it I'm was the take tonight tonight. Off. That's weird. Yeah,
5: yeah. The impeachment, I mean, that that's obviously what she meant, but that didn't even occur to me because of her weird phrasing, like the immediate nature of her yeah,
0: phrasing. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if we're going to be consistent, if we're going to say Trump gets a certain amount of leeway with his bizarre phrasing, I think we have to do it with Maxine Waters. But I will always reserve the right to say Maxine Waters is a straight up loon. She's a straight yep. up crazy person. Yep, but totally. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold back from saying that I think her intent was to say I endorse the assassination of the president. I'm not convinced that that was her intent.
5: No, she probably meant just get him out of office. Take take him out in whatever whatever can.
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: Um, a big donation from Jonathan Edwards. Thank you so much. He said it's okay, blonde. Your fiance will be fine. I know all the soldier talk hits close to home for you. #Hashtag No More Tears. I'm sorry, guys. Jeez, I I make it through like what? We're coming up on a year and a half on our show, and and I and I haven't cried. Don't tell anybody about that. <laughs> that's that's a
0: pretty good run. That's a pretty I guess good run. So. I don't think I've ever cried uh, from anything, sad or beautiful. So oh. I got Someone's gonna have to, to. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Maybe I'll break one of these times.
5: I don't know that those those speeches they, they get me right in the feels. Yeah, right it was
0: it was a very heartfelt uh, heartfelt piece of testimony from uh, from General Kelly.
5: Um, Tempest says, guys, don't forget the two minutes of silence Trump gave to the fallen soldier's wife. Almost all Democrats did not si- stand for the silence or clap after.
0: I didn't even see that. What was the venue for that? That's, that's actually news to me. So I'd, I'd, if there's a, some coverage of that, I'd like to take a look at it.
5: Um, Lucas Devlin said, "Matt's such a good boy, the type of dude who gets one star in GTA and drives to the police station to turn himself in. <laughs>
0: Hey man, I've played a lot of GTA. Look up my gamer <laughs> card. Look up my Xbox gamer card. I've played GTA 4 and 5 for many hours. Oh god. Very high wanted ratings. <laughs> Fake news.
5: Um, yeah. said, "Here's your semi-regular, not very regular, non-Patreon contamination donation of Canadian <laughs> dollars." Yes, Thank the best you, kind honey. of dollars for which you can pur- purchase your pineapple pizzas. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Thank you for yeah. that donation very much, Gaverly. And then we have Maddington, LA versus Houston in the World Series. Two cities that have devastation by things named Hardy.
0: Ah, that was that was I'm Ching. Yeah, that was worthy. Hold on. I can't, you know, I need a better production system so I can be timely with these. But <laughs> delayed's better than never. Late is better than never.
5: <laughs> uh John Mark said, Matt's more like the kind of guy. Oh, whoops. Oh, wait, no. That,
0: that uh, sounds, sounds like, like a response. The- Matt's more yeah. like the
5: kind of guy to play GTA and pick up prostitutes and then drop them off in better cities. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's sweet.
0: Well, they've never had that option in the game. I would, <laughs> I'd try it out.
5: <laughs> uh, big Red Doggy, here's five birthday bucks for Matt so he can get whatever candy bar he wants, even a nasty-ass Almond Joy. Yeah, Almond Joy is
0: gross. Well, yeah, but I went to bat for Snickers Crisper, too. I mean, I think most oh. people are, are pretty much in agreement on that one. I've not had a lot of pushback on Snickers Crisper. <laughs> so Just saying.
5: And then Gabriel Lopez, our resident faggot, he said. Ooh, who is it this week? I like you, Skag. No faggotry. Ah, <laughs> Nobody. Okay, we're, right. we're good for right now. If I didn't get your super chat, I'm coming back to it. Okay.
0: Uh, it's, we, we left the celebrity wisdom department only to return to it. I loved doing this bit during the election run-up, because I loved that every week there was some bullshit celebrity wisdom about how we were supposed to vote or what our opinion was supposed to be. Right. They're back at it with this advocacy group. What is it? every town USA. Mm-hmm. There's some kind of gun control advocacy group. And Who hear... has
5: disabled all comments on all of their videos okay. that I checked. Yes.
0: Today. Spoiler alert. No comments, no ratings on this video. They've yep. got a hodgepodge of celebrities telling you, not just to call your congressperson and oppose specific pieces of legislation that they deem to be part of the radical NRA agenda, but they tell you exactly what to say, including giving you a a script, in fact. So we're back at it. Celebrity wisdom. I love that the bit is back. And now celebrity philosopher kings offer their wisdom again.
1: Shut up,
2: fool! The mass shooting in Las Vegas has all of us grieving, Uh.
0: scared, and angry.
1: Knowing what to do about it can be confusing. No, not Bill Hader. There's one thing th- that can make a difference.
0: I thought the same thing about Emma Stone.
5: No. Eh, like whatever. Yeah, her eyes are so far apart that I've written her off. You,
0: a you and time. I have disagreement on the appropriate width of eyes because we've had, this, yeah. we've had this dispute before. Emma
5: Stone is really weird looking. I don't know what to tell you.
0: Give me Emma Stone and an Almond Joy and I'll call that a good night.
5: <sighs> Hard pass. <laughs>
0: Ugh. Let's keep going.
5: Right now, all you have to do is text reject. Who the fuck is that? Text reject I was want- to six four one dash three three.
1: It'll connect you to every that. town for gun safety. You'll get a call right back from every town for gun safety, oh, that guy. connecting you with your lawmaker and giving you guidelines on what to say.
4: In a moment, you'll
1: be connected to your representative. And don't be intimidated by making that call. I used to be in Congress. <laughs> You're going to get voicemail. It's going to be easy. And it'll make a difference.
0: It
2: can sometimes feel intimidating to
5: make
0: who's these that? calls,
1: but it actually... I actually don't know either.
2: Is that Sharon
5: Stone, like, in a hundred years? In I don't second, know who any of these people are.
0: They say all their names, but oh. yeah,
1: I know like half of them. Actually couldn't be easier. Hi, my name is Jack Antonoff. Cheryl Crow. <laughs> Alyssa McCarthy. Anna Devere Smith. Adam Scott. It's Catherine Hahn. Samuel Harris. I, <laughs> uh, I
0: like this guy because I've never actually heard of him. My name is Samuel Harris. No, not that Sam Harris. I'm <laughs> Samuel Harris. The Who is other he? guy. I don't know. He's not that oh. Sam Harris, though. I'll tell you that much. Interesting. He is definitely not that Sam Harris. He's a
1: guy. Daniel Harris. Chanel
2: Maloney. <laughs> Zessie Bates. Cynthia Rowley. Julianne Moore. Melby. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Morales.
1: Oh, yeah. Laura Dern. Sunday, I'm calling from Brooklyn, New York. Nashville. New York City. Pennsylvania.
2: Atwater Village. Atlanta.
0: Los Angeles. I'm calling to urge you to oppose the
1: Share Act.
2: I'm calling to urge you to oppose the Share Act, which would roll back gun silencer safety laws
1: could make mass shootings even more deadly. That would really? make mass shootings even more yeah, deadly they than they are already.
5: I also oppose concealed carry reciprocity legislation.
0: I oppose the concealed carry reciprocity legislation. That would gut our states gun Shut laws. Shut up, movie. I feel
1: strongly <laughs> that the time
0: has come.
2: I feel really strongly that the time has come. Cuz when to I think the guy who's going to keep come. me safe,
0: I, it's this guy right yeah. here. <laughs> I'll trust my safety in his hands. He'll keep my family safe. What what could go wrong? Our state's gun laws. I feel strongly that the time has come. I
2: feel really strongly that the time has come to reject the NRA's dangerous agenda. And put the safety of all Americans first. Put the safety of all Americans first. We should not make it easy for people with dangerous histories to buy silencers.
1: Concealed carry reciprocity will
0: make our communities less safe.
2: Please protect us. Thank you. That was a little bit scary, but not too scary. So I really recommend Ugh. you try it.
0: I don't give stupid. a shit what you recommend, and I would post that in the comments if you would allow me to. <laughs> I know, I
2: know. Come on,
0: uh, I let us post not... in the
5: comments section what we think about this.
0: Come on. Yeah. Uh, so, some things that are really annoying about this. Obviously, they they go to that tired line of if he had a suppressor in Las Vegas, it would have made it so much more deadly. Even Politifact says that's total bullshit. And PolitiFact, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, is basically a left-wing propaganda outlet at this point. They are wildly off on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I don't look at PolitiFact as a neutral arbiter of what's fact and what and what's fiction. So for them to say it's bullshit, that means it's extra double right. super special bullshit. <laughs> mm. uh, I think that another thing that's... I get it, they're an advocacy group. They're not likely to do this. But it's kind of annoying that they just reference laws and they just kind of imply that they're bad without explaining to you why what they might the be good or, or what the law is. Yeah. yeah.
5: They're um, like, just call and say this stuff, but we're not gonna explain why any of these things are bad. Just do it.
0: I don't do and I don't think they could explain it to you, nor do I think anyone who probably if anyone actually follows these directions, I doubt that person could explain it either. Just Again, you know, I'm not the biggest gun guy ever, but I feel like if I'm going to discuss these things, I need to know what they're talking about. The SHARE Act that they reference, mm-hmm. this, is the, this is the suppressor bill that is always referenced. They say, oh, well, Congress was busy trying to make suppressors easier to get, and then the Las Vegas shooter came out, and he could have had a suppressor, and it would have made it more deadly. So what this actually does, we, we know that it, suppressors are not silencers. They don't make your gun silent. They make it merely as loud as a jackhammer and they help with the hearing protection of the person actually doing the shooting. Yep. There's plenty of plausible reasons to have one. Now, currently, there's a $200 federal tax if you want to try to get one. And they are regulated by um, National Firearms Act rules. So this SHARE Act would get rid of that tax, get rid of those National Firearms Act uh, regs. But, it, but if you were trying to buy a, a suppressor, You'd still have to go to an FFL dealer. So you still gotta go to a shop that's gonna give you a background check. You gotta go through the exact same procedure as buying a firearm at yeah. a firearm store.
5: So what is I the don't... argument that this would have made the shooter, you know, commit more murders? Pew, like, pew he... pew. That's well, all it would are have. are they sound saying like... that they would have caught him? They would have they I mean, wouldn't t- have been able to catch him because they caught him because they could see where the bullets were coming from or hear where the bullets were coming from. Tim is that Cain... really how they caught him? I
0: Tim Kaine says it is the sound that allowed them to catch him. But again, it's not like Uh, it reduces it to two decibels. It's not pew, pew, pew. It's... Instead of really loud bang, it's slightly quieter bang.
5: Yeah, and the difference would have been inconsequential because nobody knew where the fire was coming from anyway. People were incredibly confused. There were echoes of bullets, and it wouldn't have been silent. I don't think it would well, have made a difference And the at fact all. of
0: the matter is, he already bought the guns legally. Like right. He would still have to go through the background check process to get the guns. So when that celebrity stands up there and says, oh, then it would make people with sketchy backgrounds shouldn't be able to buy silencers. Well, they can't. They can't. They're getting the same background check they'd get when they're firing a firearm in the first place. So who gives a shit?
5: They just want to feel good.
0: Then there's the concealed... Yeah, the the FIFIs. Then (laughs) there's the Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act. What this says is... So this would amend federal criminal code to allow people to carry concealed weapons in any state if they are eligible and qualified to do so in their home state. So if you can concealed carry in Washington and you want to come to Montana this would be federal uh, law that says Montana has to recognize that. That's a bad example because Montana. there are no gun laws in Montana. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Uh, But that's the general principle. Now, I I think that's a very important principle that we should ask ourselves. Should all states respect the rules and regulations of other states? For instance, your driver's license. Different states have different regulations in what it takes to acquire a driver's license. Yet if you come to Montana... Or if i go to whatever state and i have a montana driver's license the other state still respects that i'm a licensed driver qualified and legally able to drive in that state
5: right but it's constitutionally protected which leads to the question of federalism i think if this is a constitutional protection then you would have to recognize uh other states
0: i don't know i don't know how all that works out all i know is these celebrities are not giving us the nuanced look at this that I think is necessary. I think no, there's a very Im- of course
5: they are. They're doing their best. <laughs> I guy. think there's a
0: very important philosophical question that you that people who oppose this should ask themselves about how they view the way that states should interact and mm-hmm. the respect level that states should give to regulations and laws in other states when people cross state lines. Cause people do. People do that every day. So I don't know. I, I tend to think I don't care what the, what the law is, what the regulation is. If you're qualified to do something in your home state, I think that should be honored in another state. That's just my opinion.
5: Yeah. I need to turn this over more because I'm sure we can think of some instances where that would be detrimental to the case of states' rights.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, I guess. Because we're
5: always advocating these positions, like, well, move to some you know shitty socialist state where you can make decisions on a smaller scale and live in whatever Marxist utopia that you want to, but stay out of my state.
0: Yeah, I have taken I that mean,
5: position on a lot of things.
0: That yeah, that's that's all I want the takeaway to be on this is that, you know, whatever your position on the concealed carry reciprocity act is, there's a very big philosophical question that kind of overarches it. Of course these celebrities aren't going to think about it they just guns are bad so regulate them yeah right. okay last couple of things we have we got richard spencer at university of florida and then we got what might be hoax hate of the week i don't know is it hoax hate is it not that's always the fun of the game
5: we so got to we... do some super chats though we're all okay. we're all backlogged um metal novak said happy birthday matt i'll listen to this later i'm watching Thanks. wrestling right now
0: oh okay wrestling.
5: JB Dude said apparently Pokemon Go is the latest to be added to the list of why Hillary lost. Forget to it and oh, I saw to that donation. There was some shit. this.
0: Russia using Pokemon as a electoral influence. I, I, all I've always seen it is the headlines. Insane. There there were headlines though. I can I can tell you that.
5: Oh wow, wow. Uh Maddington said Megan Kelly had to cringe dance in desperation for ratings and <laughs> Chelsea Handler's show yeah. has been canceled. Hashtag Trump curse. Yeah, watching Megan Kelly's career uh just go down the toilet has been one of the top ten most satisfying experiences of this year.
0: Yeah. At first it seemed like wow, what a hell of a deal for Megan Kelly at NBC. Yeah. That that seems like it's gonna meet a quick demise. I, I mean I'd be surprised if we're if her gig at NBC is still a thing, let's say in 2018, like in the new year.
5: Well, she's we, so unlikable with her angry turtle face. Who wants to hang know. out with Megyn Kelly? I don't
0: know. I kind of, I I kind of, I don't know. I got a little thing for Megyn Kelly. Some appreciation. Don't forget.
5: Wood smash.
0: Well, there's that, but don't forget, <laughs> as I will always defend Megyn Kelly, she is the person who gave birth to the Donna Brazil. you're like a thief that, that wants why. to bring thing. You're yes. like a thief in the night that wants to bring
5: that wants to give gutter? back the things that you stole you found or in the like. gutter
0: yeah yeah that was <laughs> yeah. that was Megan Kelly grilling Donna Brazil so you know credit card yeah, right yeah. deal
5: and I will say that she's aged really well she is actually three years older than Chelsea Handler
0: oh are you serious
5: Chelsea Handler's 42 and I believe Megan Kelly is like 45
0: if so or they're round at least like the same
5: age they're well they're done yeah. yeah
0: they look I definitely would have guessed Chelsea Handler probably had 10 years on (laughs) Megan. Yeah.
5: yeah, She looks, she looks terrible. Um, Josh G Marshall said, is it bad that I had to Google Chelsea Handler just to get a clue of who she was or wasn't? (laughs) Yes. it's probably a better world. Yeah. You're not missing much, man. She used to to date 50
0: cents, man. Everyone knows who Chelsea.
5: Oh my God. That's right. Yeah. Oh God. Um, Then somebody called stoned Matt Christensen. Oh, and uses a little thumbnail of you like this.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. man
5: i got so lit that i missed the beginning of the show dude <laughs> 420 1488
0: <laughs> it's uh yeah it's me in a parallel universe it's like yeah. uh i don't know change a few butterfly effect if a few factors I have like changed it. in my life yeah I that's like th- hopefully this will be a thing going forward <laughs> thank you long lost twin brother
5: yeah really yeah, yeah. thank you stoned matt christensen el yeah. chongo said hey guys hope you're having a great night so chelsea handler is taking the sarah silverman path when is she yeah. dropping the cringy music video oh god i know That cringe last week like (laughs) kept me up late. I was just like thinking about it like, oh, God. (laughs) It was a heavy dose.
0: It was a heavy dose last week back to back, man. That was the the Eminem and the Sarah Silverman back to back was hard hitting.
5: Yeah. Uh, Joel Dykeman said, best thing about Chelsea Handler, she had the decency to not poison the gene pool with children. Oh, Oh,
0: geez. Yeah, I'm sure
5: that was a personal choice. Mm. Well, actually it might have been, you know, her career her career in inspiring people to vote for the right people.
0: (laughs) Yeah. She worked her way up to like wearing a pussy hat. That's the pinnacle (laughs) of her career. She worked hard for this.
5: Then we have somebody called crackers that said that Amy Schumer joke is reused. She said that joke when my girlfriend and I saw her at MSG.
0: Yeah, I heard that So I was describing the like diarrhea vomit joke that she had with Chelsea handler. And there were people in the comments saying that they're like, they said uh oh she said the same thing at some other comedy event or something else that she did so not only yeah, was it she really bad
5: jokes. yeah
0: it was like i mean if you listen to a comic a lot you're bound to hear similar things just like if but you listen to this so show a lot, much you're with bound her to hear. and and also if, if you're repeating bits presumably that's your best stuff if talking about barfing on your own crotch on the toilet is your best stuff
5: yeah. Ugh. You know, in the leather special where she's like, my pussy smells like a small barnyard animal. I have heard yeah. her make that joke, like, no joke, three times on Inside Amy Schumer.
0: Ugh, I forgot that was the name of her show or whatever it was.
5: Inside Amy Schumer. I used to love Amy Schumer. The first two seasons of that are hilarious. Hmm. Hilarious. Can you
0: tell me I have bad taste?
5: I mean, this is before I knew that she was <laughs> one note and had no sense of creativity and was a oh, soap yeah, lover.
0: yeah, of course, of course. We yeah, used to be totally different people, a Skag,
5: okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Wide and Nerdy said, I hope you see more of Chelsea Handler. She would make a great LOL cow. I know she's given us a lot of material. I will say. Uh, I'm will. i fine
0: with her disappearing forever. She can go into a cave. That's a okay. price I'm willing that's, to
5: pay. That's fair, yeah. Um, yeah. Amy Schumer, too. Matt McFadder said, this is towards your birthday and for the hookers, beer, and tramp stamp that you've been wanting. <laughs> Skag already has a giant beauty in the beta tramp stamp. Um, <laughs>
0: they, by well, the way... You know, I've, I've often said everything is for sale. You just got to name the price. <laughs> I don't know that that's for sale. Uh, the price for me to get a, a tram stamp of this podcast? Ooh.
5: Oh my god! I would ooh. love that so. I don't much.
0: even like that we're discussing this because there are people in the world who just. Let's move on. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't
5: this. think that you could have the word beta on your upper butt area. There, there are serious implications there.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm serious when I say I don't know that the price exists. I really
5: don't. <laughs> How did this happen? Um. Let's see. Matt McFadder. Oh, I just said that one. Uh, By the way, why won't comedians just shut their mouths about politics and spewing idi- idiocy and just make me laugh? God damn it. Yeah. I know. You guys have That's one job. That's how they succeed. One job. Blippity Blue said, Chelsea Handler proves how racist the left really is. How can someone get away with that? I don't know, because nobody oh, yeah. judges them. Um, Boogeyman said, Boogeyman917, I guess you could say that Chelsea didn't live up to her last name. Uh, she obviously didn't handle that well. That's <laughs> Uh, then we have Cryptic. Amy Schumer is the whale and Matt is Moby Dick. Spear that whale. <laughs> I hope Ooh. you mean kill and not. Bang. Yeah, I
0: was going to say, am I supposed to take that in the.
5: <laughs> Gross, you guys.
0: Thanks for supporting the show.
5: Yeah, really. <laughs> Dave, 444424. Four, 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 yeah. Blonde is my fave chick with a mat. Keep up the good work, cucks. Thank you, Dave. No, thanks for supporting the show. And a few more for right now. Scott Malabi said, so Chelsea intends to act like the condescending elite missionary come to lecture us on the evil of our ways. The barbaric flyover states. I know her and Sarah Silverman are trying to like go to the heartland to understand the people. Ugh, God. And then last one for right now, boogeyman nine one seven, the name of Amy Schumer's next comedy special is explosive diarrhea. Yeah. That's about Ugh, how creative she is. God,
0: please. No, I'll have to watch it to, for show prep. Please don't make that. <laughs> Uh, Okay, moving on, because I really don't want any more Amy Schumer images in my head. It was very hyped this week that Richard Spencer, of alt-right fame, of white identitarian fame, of getting punched in the face for being a Nazi fame, that he was going to the University of Florida to speak... I I don't even know, actually, what he was going to speak about, because it was so disrupted. This is... This event is... um, it, it, it. I look at this and I have flashbacks to like a year and a half ago when I viewed Trump in a negative light. and I thought yeah, this guy's a buffoon, and I almost certainly would never support him. But it's not cool to go to a political or speaking event and try to shut it down by force. Like, what are you guys doing? You're making me agree with Trump. Is how I felt in like spring of 2016. You guys are worse than him. What are you doing? Yeah. And this is a repeat of that. This is Richard Spencer going to speak, and apparently the police did enough work to actually get him on stage and to have the event be, as far as I can tell, mostly violence-free or destruction-free, although there was some sort of altercation after the fact that we'll talk about. But he gets on the stage. There isn't an effort to shut down what is a rowdy, I guess, student group, protest group. I don't know. It's a modestly-sized auditorium mm-hmm. what how many Spencer supporters do you think are in there like
5: oh god I saw a picture and like seriously no more than 10
0: yeah they're like these guys dressed in white up in the front in, the, in the, a single
5: ro- row like a whole bunch of them
0: and then the rest of the auditorium is uh is hecklers and they're just they're they're trying to stop the speech <laughs> it's it's like I probably don't have a lot of agreement with Spencer on the concept of an ethnostate, state but let's let him speak let's hear what he has to say and right. we'll decide. No, they don't let him do that. They turn it into a referendum on free speech itself. And they say this. is what a... he
5: wants though, that this is so stupid of them. Like yeah. Richard Spencer wants his small events to become giant spectacles because he loves the media frenzy. Why do you think he has yes. so many nice suits?
0: So future, <laughs> he does have nice suits. I can't admire that about him. They're, they're, they're high quality. So probably higher quality than any suit I own. I only own one, but it is tailored. So I'm prepared for any event that I might need it in. <laughs> uh, but if you, so future Richard Spencer protesters, if you want to make your average rational person begrudgingly agree with Richard Spencer on almost all points he says, this is how you do it. Yep,
5: exactly. This is the game
0: plan for how not to oppose Richard Spencer. Uh, it, I cut it down to about three minutes or so. So stop me at any point if you feel like uh, you want to interject.
1: Thanks for coming.
0: Fuck you, wow. Spencer. Fuck you, Spencer. That's the chant. <laughs>
1: This is a great greeting. Are you ready to talk, everyone? No, you want to scream more? You are at the premier event for the question of free speech in this country. You all know that. And this is how you behave. Not, oh, Nazis have no right to speech. Really? So you don't believe in free speech at all, do you? Free speech is a meaningless concept if all it is about Are people saying things that aren't controversial, talking to each other, saying things that are boring and lame? Do you want to go through your lives without questioning a single thing that's been taught to you from the day you entered preschool, do you not want yeah. to hear something, poor little babies, that might yeah. contradict something your professor told you?
5: Yeah, yes. don't make me agree with Richard Spencer a whole uh, bunch, you assholes! God, hundred
0: percent. And I'd be lying. I've I've had to cut down an hour and forty into three minutes, so there are there's stuff that said that I wouldn't be fully on board with, but I had to characterize what is the bulk of this this uh, this speaking event here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. Where it's like. God damn it, you guys. I agree with pretty much everything he's saying. How did you make this happen? Don't put me
5: in a position where the stuff that Richard Spencer says makes me want to stand up and cheer, okay?
0: (laughs) All right, here we go. Here we
1: go. Oh. On some level, I have to thank you because this right here, what you're doing is the best recruiting tool for us that you could possibly ever give us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I don't know who his his, uh, sidekick there is, but yeah, he goes on a little speech about... How this just makes them stronger, 100% right. 100% true.
1: you think this is going to be read as great victory for U of F? No. (laughs) It's going to be read as the University of Florida is filled with childlike antifa who shout (laughs) at people as opposed to talking to them. For someone
3: who says that he knows... Okay,
0: so so he never actually really gives a speech. He just says, okay, you guys want to actually talk to us? We're going to have Q&A. And the Q&A goes predictably terrible. And just when I think there's a person standing up with a rational thought, they boo him. They boo him. Now, this is, as I said, the students turned this into a referendum on free speech, not necessarily Spencer. She's going to try to lecture him on free speech with this question, and she's 100% wrong. Listen to what she has to say.
2: It was a lot about free speech. You really don't. How? Free speech, first of all, is we are all allowed to voice our opinions and the government Cannot stop you. We, however, can voice over your opinions.
1: No.
3: We can speak over <laughs> you and tell you that you are incorrect and that these things that you are saying are harmful to other people. What but we do not do
1: is what is known as the heckler's veto. And the Supreme Court has been very clear on this. Public institutions must protect me from people like you who want to shut down my speech i came to the
0: to the point if we allow the heckler's veto at a public institution then we really don't have free speech at that public institution do we and even if i were to erase that point from her if i'll say okay fine like i'll grant you that the government is doing what it needs to here the first amendment is a legal concept means nothing. If it is not a cultural value first, Yep. because if it's not a cultural value first, look, it's a high bar to clear, to change it. It's tough to change the first amendment, but if the cultural will is there, we will do it. Mm -hmm. I don't want that to happen. So bullshit cultural value, even if we don't talk about the legal precedent, But, but there's more this event. Oh, this, this, I think this kid is my favorite. This kid actually gets up there and says, I came here with, Based on what I've heard about you, from the media, from other students, I'm supposed to hate you. But I came here with an open mind, and all I learned is, I'm in the presence of a bunch of jackasses. <laughs> and they go, boo, boo to an open mind, boo. <laughs>
1: it's the worst. Uh, not knowing exactly what your platform was, or you know what everything was about. And from the media, I had every reason and, from my friends to hate Richard Spencer. But I came in here with an open mind, wanting to learn something. Good. However, what I've learned at this event today was that the protesters were extremely rude and didn't allow him to speak. I just wanted to have a conversation and understand where Richard Spencer was coming from so I can think Hey, excuse me, sir. I used to be a Black Lives Matter. I used to be a Black Lives Matter fan. Not anymore.
0: Exactly. Yep. Hey guys, I used to be with you, but if you want to turn me away, this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. The kid's exactly right. Yeah. But they don't realize that's what they're doing. Yep. Oh.
5: They're their own they're the best recruiting tool for the all right. I, I don't know what to say.
0: And People see events
5: s- like this and they're like, oh, well, I guess I'm all right now. <laughs>
0: Then they saved the best question for last. How
5: did it feel to get punched in the face on camera?
1: (laughs) Got him. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts when someone punches you in the face. Is that a real question? Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah, I really like it how bad did it hurt? Like, did you fuck up your jaw? Like No,
1: like, not that bad. No, like, I was fine, actually. Alright, alright. Cool, cool. Alright, cool. That cool. bitch was
5: so proud of herself when she went back to her dorm room and let ten different dudes bang her out. Like, guess what <laughs> I did tonight? I asked Richard Spencer if his face hurt after he got punched. I'm so clever. God. That's so cringe.
0: Yeah. So I think most of our audience can can say, you know, regardless of what your opinion is on Richard Spencer's identitarianism, this is an example where you have to be pretty much 100% on his team because yep. it became a question of, again, free speech or nah? First yep. Amendment or nah?
5: And how much did he really talk about identitarian? I only caught up like you know a little bit of this, but how much did he really talk about identitarianism in his speech? How much there of it was, was about free speech?
0: There was one pretty good exchange where someone asked him about the practicality of uh, of what he would want, which is ethno states, not just for white people, but for all people, as he would put it. And I think there was actually a pretty good exchange. And I think if people really want to pin Richard Spencer down, those are the questions that you need to ask. Like, right. Th- I can get that you think society would function best this way. But given that we don't have something that resembles that at present how do you plan to implement that in an ethically acceptable way? Mm-hmm. And Richard Spencer himself says, you know, that is a great question. Here's that's my proposal. The legitimate,
5: that's a legitimate question for the alt-right. I mean, because that's where all of their theories kind of point to, like this ultimate question of like, okay, well, now what? And outside of that, I fail to see why anybody should be even interrogating Richard Spencer.
0: No, I mean, there 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 are a couple of, um, you yeah, know, if people are interested, I encourage them to listen to it. Again, you have to sit through like, unfortunately more than an hour of just people being hecklers, but there are a couple good exchanges in there. If you're curious about how he thinks this would function.
5: And I know this sounds trivial, but I do appreciate Richard Spencer's fashion because I think that he (laughs) brings this. No, I think he brings this refined quality at every event I have ever seen him at. He's always wearing a nice suit. He always looks polished and professional. And I think that that puts a different face on the alt right. And I kind of, you know, appreciate that, that he's well presented.
0: God, man, I can't wait till Spino comes after us for this episode for I don't <laughs> all care. the all the Richard Spencer like I saw Spino
5: all up Rummy Millennial's ass on Twitter, and I'm like, this kid is still doing this shit. Like, I, yeah. I every time I see his tweets, I'm like, you're still around? Oh my god!
0: All right, that's enough time for him. But we're happy you're here, Spino. Thanks for watching. Yeah,
5: thanks for watching every one of our shows ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Richard Spencer. I don't care if it's DeRay McKesson. If they're speaking on campus and they're an invited guest. You don't, cool. you don't do yeah. this crap. I wouldn't want this crap done to any Black Lives Matter leader. I wouldn't want this crap done to any socialism advocate or communist or anybody. I don't yeah. care if it's. How
5: many times have you and I tried to shut down the speech of somebody on the left? I'll answer that. Never, never going to happen. You'll never see either of us do it ever. No matter nope. how stupid they are, it just isn't going to happen. Everybody, nope. everybody's opinion, no matter how dumb, you're you're allowed to voice it in a public forum. I mean, yep. it's constitutionally protected. Nope free speech man
0: pretty pretty important it's about the last thing i'd ever sacrifice so i don't care i don't care who uh who i'm protecting everyone gets protection equally all right got the hoax hate of the week should we take a break before we hop into that Uh, or should we just we got
5: so many super chats oh boy um what was the last one explosive diarrhea yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) don't make me think about that again
5: yeah really Um, crown video said, happy belated B day, Matt. What video games have you been playing lately? If cuphead isn't one of them, I want this $5 back. You filthy (laughs) casual.
0: I tweeted out uh, over the weekend. Filthy casual is, uh, well, a I am definitely a filthy casual. That's a casual video game player, not competitive. Somebody who's kind of a noob, basically. Somebody who just dabbles. I mean, I'm a console peasant, even though I have an okay PC on which I run the show. Did you just
5: call yourself a console peasant? I'm
0: the worst kind of console peasant because I have a capable PC and choose not to use it. That's why the gaming community would hate me, and I'm sure they do, and justifiably so. But I tweeted out, should I pick up Cuphead or will it make me rip my own face off? And people did encourage me to pick it up, and honestly, I probably will. But the thing is i um i have less time to play video games now than i ever did before so games i don't sink myself into games for hours at a time unless it's my birthday and i'm gorging on buffalo wild wings and birthday cake playing Matt video is a games
5: disciplined guy
0: yes <laughs> so uh so i've been playing a lot of when i do play games there's things things that you can sit down and play for like a half hour or an hour and then move on so what i've been playing mostly lately is forza 7 the uh game, which I've never played racing games before, but I'm kind of getting into it. So I just, you know, I play a few races here and there and I move on to what I got to do.
5: Oh, 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 sorry. All right. done.
0: You want to hear about um, my fantasy team?
5: No, I, I sure don't. <laughs> uh, Josh G. Marshall said, guys, text that number and tell your congresswoman, congressman, congresswoman that you support the SHARE Act.
0: Well, see, that's the thing is if you text their number, if you text that number, it's just them sending you back instructions. So you actually have to do the work of call. Co- well, they'll tell you your congressperson. I think they will tell you that.
5: It's so crazy. They act like this is going to matter, but you know that they like wake up and check their voicemail and they're like delete, 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 delete.
0: Uh, I can it tell you, matter. I was uh, I was a senatorial intern in college, and I handled a lot of these duties from time to time. So your job uh, I, was
5: to delete voicemails.
0: No, I can't speak to how every office handled it, but I can speak to this particular senator and the way that this the method worked was they would be listened to by interns like me, and they would be logged into a big system that sort of archived all of these and they were aggregated. So would the Senator listen to every voicemail? Absolutely not. But in the defense of people in the Senate, I don't think that's possible. So what they try to do is they try to get an aggregate measure of the people that are calling. That's hmm. how that works. So the- so
5: basically your call doesn't matter.
0: Well, I mean, if they got a hundred or a thousand people to call the office, it would be aggregated and the staff would show the the, the legislator, look, a thousand people called opposing the SHARE Act. I mean, it might be something that matters. You're not going to get a nuanced opinion, but you'll get that raw number and a general sense of the opinion.
5: Huh. huh. We'll see about that. Um, Cassandra Cook said, huge fan of the show. Happy birthday, Matt. Thank you. Thank you, Cassandra. And then stoned Matt Christensen said, why you hate me, <laughs> Becky? I don't hate you, man. <laughs>
0: I wonder, uh, I'll have to get stoned me's opinion on Almond Joys.
5: Of the two of us that stoned, why on earth would somebody make an account where you're the stoned one? Uh, Nobody's made a stoned blonde account yet? Jeez. Come on, guys.
0: Jeez. I don't know. I was going to say there was a day, but that's actually current day. That's your one degenerate vice.
5: <laughs> it is. It's my only vice. Yeah. Gonna you're going to gonna have to give I'm that sad. up once
0: you're, once you're a baby factory.
5: Yeah, like way ahead of that. So I've got a few more months left of, of indulging myself, and that's pretty oh. much it. Forever. Um, Scott Malavi said women and weak-wristed men can go fuck themselves with AE50. With (laughs) AE50. Um, Minding Freedom, our German friend, said, is cereal soup or not? Think of it as some kind of breakfast soup. Hashtag cereal is soup. Of course, cereal's not
0: soup. I encountered this age-old debate. This is an old debate, apparently, that I encountered on the internet. It's not new, but there there are people that think you pour the milk in the bowl before the cereal.
5: That's insane
0: that's communist terrorist bullshit why if would anybody do that? yeah if anybody does that never listen to this show again you're, we're it's not friends so
5: much easier to gauge whether or not you're going yeah. to overfill by putting the liquid in. if
0: you pour the milk in first you have no gauge of how much milk you need there's you pour no the room with reference to the quantity of cereal
5: that makes me way more angry yeah
0: if anybody show. does this fuck all the way off that's all i can say about that
5: it's like putting on one of your socks then one of your shoes and then your other sock and then your other shoe what no (laughs) who does that crap i don't know my fiance eats things like on his plate eats one thing the whole thing and then the next thing and then the next thing
0: uh it depends on the meal i could i i don't think that's crazy
5: that's insane he'll eat all of his fries and then his burger
0: yeah some people do that i don't think that's crazy
5: whatever man. Uh, Christopher Latimer said, Latimer said text six, four, four, three, three to say, I'm a soulless robot who needs Harvey Wood to think for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Chris. Scott Malavi said, and just so you fix how you say my last name, ma, like ma and pa La like do do, Ray, me. Ve they like Veritas. Scott Malavi.
0: Do Re Oh, ma, do Ray. Malavi. Malavi. Ma
5: do Ray. Malavi. Like, Malavi. Scott Malavi. Yeah,
0: Scott Malavi. Ah,
5: Okay, Thank sorry, you for bro.
0: The
5: <laughs> I fucked it up every time I said your name ever. Yeah,
1: well, we do the uh, best we can.
5: I know, right? Slosher said celebrity always say silencer instead of suppressor funny, given that silencer is Hillary Clinton's nickname for silencing all of Bill's rape victims.
0: Jesus Christ.
5: That is a good point
0: though. Is there, does that is that rimshot worthy? Yeah,
5: that, yeah. Okay, okay. Dark jokes. Yeah. All
1: right.
5: <laughs> Sean Tillman said, "Hey guys, love the show. A uh, long time listener, but first time giver. I usually listen to the show on Mondays while I'm at work making gun holster.
0: <laughs> awesome,
5: good for you, dude. Uh, I Dangerous a spaces. Yeah, really. get in
0: touch with this person,
5: gun Dangerous spaces. Harvey Weinstein was going to get bigger celebrities to appear in that ad. He wasn't available for some reason. Also, actors morally <laughs> posturing. Really, I know they never do that, do they?
0: It's been a drought, though. You know, I mean, I, I, I uh, yeah, a drought of celebrity
5: moral posturing. That's exactly. Well,
0: what it no, meant. I mean, well." What I mean is the the video like that. Like there wow. were videos coming out every week. You're right. It's not as though they never <laughs> do generally, but the, the formal video, that's what I like to have. I like watching those or I can like making people watch them for my own entertainment.
5: <laughs> You're so mean.
0: Yeah.
5: Uh, Mr. Spock said prediction Viking will be third seed.
0: The Vikings will be oh in the oh in the playoff seat. Yeah, that's uh that's well, they their latter half schedule is brutal. I know Blonde cares about football, but uh, yeah. my hope for the Vikings is they beat the Browns next week in London, they're six and two, and then they split the rep the rest of their games. They're ten and six and Did they you are say NMC. in London? Yeah, the Vikings and Browns in London on Sunday. There are NFL games in London, uh like three or four of them every year. What? Yeah.
5: You're, you're rocking my world right now, even though I don't know anything about sports. So. Yeah. Well, remember, sport. I
0: mentioned it before because they remember the players stood for God Save the Queen, but they knelt oh, that's for the right, national. Anthem. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: Attendees um, for breakfast said remove kebab and deport Taco Bowl. You guys are awful. <laughs> Hashtag make catapults great again. Yes. Jeez um northwest prophet said my birthday was a couple days ago figure i'd share well, some of my birthday money with you both thank oh, you so thank much you. happy birthday to matt kind. as well i appreciate your show levi thank you well, Levi. happy birthday
0: thanks for supporting yep
5: mr polecat said i'm pretty sure that stoned matt christensen is actually blondes all to count and she's playing <laughs> 4d chess a little bird told me that's hilarious i if wish you're,
0: if you're able to do that while we're live that's while pretty live. sneaky
5: I know, yeah. I know. I'm not very good. Like, I, I saw some people in the live chat earlier. They're like, you can totally tell when Blonde is reading the live chat. Like, I'm not super good at balancing all the It's all It's the hard.
0: Different... I mean, it takes practice. It is hard. It's a lot of earlier in to the manage. show,
5: I was saying something and then somebody in the live chat distracted me and I immediately lost my train of
0: thought. We I know. It's the worst when you're, I, it seems like it happens to me once an episode or it happens to be when I'm interviewing people. Yeah. But I always lose a train of thought for a second and it's uh, a lot of things to manage and a lot of things to think about. Yeah. So.
5: Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it did not go over well. Thank God I have you here to be like, should we move on? Yeah. <laughs> um, for Stan, friend of the show, said, Hey, Keith Oberman, Chelsea Handler is free.
0: <laughs> oh, what a power couple.
5: Oh, God, my God. God. Can
1: you imagine can that? Can you imagine that? Yeah.
5: Oof, oof gross. Um, <laughs> then That's Not Right said, Matt and I once made love at a Richard Spencer event. We gave each other the Roman salute, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I love
0: this guy. It was strictly as a free speech gesture. It was just to show that we could. It's not that we actually endorsed the idea.
5: Uh-huh. It was just to
0: show that we could in a free country. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
5: Yeah. Um, Gabriel Lopez said, "I totally not take a dump on Chelsea now that I know that she's into it." <laughs> Scott Mul, what we, do Malavy. we have? Malavi.
1: I think it's Scott- Malavi. Yeah.
5: Catapult marathon. If you make me have to agree with Richard Spencer over the wall. Yeah, we're, we're all agreeing with Richard I can't.
0: Yeah, I can't make you, but it's like anyone who wants to make the case against the things he's saying, you have to be anti-free speech. You have to be some you, kind you of do. Marxist like those people are.
5: And you have to address his actual arguments. Like, I just want somebody to ask him a substantive question just once, not be like, you're a Nazi. I hate yeah. you. It's like, that's not an argument. Um, Josh E. Marshall said, that one kid in the audience just got red-pilled. Yeah, this is how this shit yeah. happens. You see all these idiot Antifa protesters, and then you see Richard Spencer in his nice suit being reasonable, and you're like, I've been lied to, clearly.
4: Yeah.
5: Um, then we have Sam. Have you seen the ABC News Ben Shapiro piece where an activist says the First Amendment Constitution isn't a relevant document? Please add. Oh, to I gotta check list. this out.
0: Oh, I saw no, it in my recommended list on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh, I should watch that." Ben's on um, like mainstream nightly news. That's pretty crazy. But if there's a quote like that in there, I definitely need to see it. So I'll, I'll yeah. check that out after the show.
5: Oh man, El Chongo said, "Dang it!" I have to agree with Spencer here. The more you try to silence him, the bigger Spencer's movement becomes. They are now yeah. a
0: recruitment tool. Imagine if nobody shows up, and it's just him and those ten guys. Nobody cares. And Nobody if you look cares. at his
5: actual following, it's you know, which it's, it's much smaller than either of ours are.
0: Yeah. Um,
5: what, and so um, I think that the media frenzy is really where Richard Spencer gives him get gives gets the power, you know. And if you really want to take away power from him, then just stop giving him attention. Yeah. It's really not that hard.
0: Oh, I forgot. Remind me too, real quick before we move into hoax hate, we forgot to mention the shooting that happened.
5: Oh, sounds yeah. crazy to
0: say. The shooting after yeah. the event there was Oh my god, some we did of, forget. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that when we're done here.
5: Um Sean Tillman said, as a black guy, I have no problem with Richard Spencer and his ilk to speak. I rather they speak openly than secretly in a corner. And that's another yeah. thing, you know, sunlight's the best disinfectant. If you think somebody's ideas are really potentially damaging and dangerous, then you should want to expose them, not silence yeah. them. Yeah, so
0: even people- if you hate what he has to say, you want to know his reasoning so you exactly. can tackle it and you can yep. tackle it persuasively. Yeah. You can say he's wrong for these reasons, you'll have a rock-solid argument that people can't refute, and then you win the battle of ideas, and that's the way yep. the system functions. And the
5: fact that people can't do that leads me to believe that they just aren't really working with very much intellectually. I mean, these were all oh, really yeah. lazy arguments. Uh, yeah, Josh not. G. Marshall they're they're said, Yo, Blonde, pine- pineapple pizza is lit, fam. Ugh.
0: It is. I what concur. Are.
5: Three-sided coin said, These cunts are why us leftists aren't taken seriously. Free speech is more important than your prof's politics. Yep. Um, this is why we're losing on policies we want when people see these idiots as leftists.
1: Yes. that what what just happened
0: there to me is more important. Honestly, I mean, people might dispute this with me more important than any economic policy, more important than any foreign policy, more important than anything. I don't, I will never sacrifice (laughs) the protection of even what is allegedly the most terrible kind of speech. Apparently Richard Spencer is that I would dispute that it's even that, but you know, whatever. I'll never sacrifice that that's the highest number one and the argument could be made
5: that you can't deal with any other issues in your country if you don't have free speech yeah even economic issues I mean yeah Uh, Voltron 512 said Richard Spencer needs to have his speeches professionally recorded and broadcasted in order to get his message across over protesters chance yeah I'm I'm sure that's occurred to him I don't know I mean Uh, the audio
0: all things considered in this was pretty pretty good clear like you could hear him relative to the chanters
5: uh d Sketti said state rights don't supersede constitutional rights Meaning, you don't give up your constitutional rights e.g right to defense etc because you cross the state line shall not be infringed yeah that was the point i was trying to make um yet i i think that it's kind of a complex issue because we have on this show many times been like if you want to have a marxist lifestyle move to california but don't you know but don't uh just leave me out of it and the question of reciprocity uh it would go that way as well it would be these marxist states and their rights would would boil over to the freestanding states the more democratic just
0: just stop talking about this text reject to 64033 (laughs) or whatever just it's very simple the answer
5: uh liberative said i like my pineapple pizza but pouring the milk for cereal first is straight up heresy of the highest order and deserves nothing less than purging with righteous fire at this yeah good
0: i agree it's total bullshit right
5: uh Jeremy Kaplan, you don't agree with Spencer. You agree with the unoriginal statements he made that doesn't make him right, let him speak and move on. He's a waste. Yep. Um, you agree with the unoriginal statements that he made? I think he's
0: I think the you in that case is the students, as far as I understand what he's saying.
5: Oh, I see. Well, I did say that. Or maybe I agree maybe
0: with they them. do maybe that the chatter does mean us. Yeah. I mean, mm. to be clear, if you're talking about us, I
1: agree no, with No, I Rick- means the protesters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Um, Stephen Wall said, are you guys going to cover the traitor scumbag Bo Bergdahl? Yeah. I mean, I didn't oh, yeah. find anything new from any of the revelations. I mean, I already, we already, we talked about this in the show. Was it that, God, that was a year ago. Uh,
0: when he was actually, when he, when they had the whole exchange deal to get him out, I forget yeah. that, but that sounds more like two years. It's been, a it's been a while. I know that was... we've
5: talked about him on at some point on the show. Um, but, I mean, okay. did you learn anything new about him from this? I, no, I, I really s- didn't. I'm I, like, oh, yeah, he's traitorous. talking.
0: Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punt on this one because I haven't followed the story closely enough.
5: Um, okay, and then we got three more. Synax Beer says, hello, I saw Matt's video about the Muslim church bombing. And as a person who lived near the Oklahoma bombing, a destroyed room is a shit bomb.
0: Yeah, well, that yeah, that's kind of interesting is – the, the the people at the mosque in Bloomington, Minnesota, they say, well, we're releasing this footage to show you how horrific the event was. And while I'm not certainly not going to say that an explosion of any kind is a welcome event in your facility, the damage is is pretty minimal. I mean, it's mm. not to compare it to the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah, I mean, nobody yeah. was hurt. It doesn't look like there's serious damage to the property. Some, t- some ceiling tiles fell down. The window's broken. There's some minor cracking in the wall, but... Mm. That whole story reeks, and the media are not asking any questions. Oh, about what, a it.
5: Yeah. what a surprise! what a surprise. Prince Christian said, "Love your channels. Appreciate both of you." Fr- Freak Rika, Freak Rika <laughs> needs to have several seeds. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Prince Christian. And then last one for right now is Quad Eleven Soros put. Excuse me, eighteen billion is that Coors in. Burp? I know, right. Yes. Um, I get to cry and burp. This is this is a great yeah. show. Uh Soros put 18 billion in open society foundations last week. Will you guys ever cover leftist big money foundations? They proxy fund, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, et cetera. Um, yeah, I mean, I've talked about it a little bit because the hit piece in Right Wing Watch, um, Right Wing Watch, the company and whatever their parent company is, the name escapes me right now. They're actually <laughs> Soros funded. Yeah. So, you know, this is not something that Will you guys ever cover that? I mean, we've talked about this. We're not oh, trying t- to cover for Right. I
0: don't I don't think there's, you know, harshly critical intent with with what the chatter is saying. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe
5: I'm the defensive one. I'm like, "Trump's so defensive." Yeah. I'm like, "What are you saying? Thanks for giving me your money, but screw I, you. I don't
0: think, you know, we're not trying to dismiss certain topics, but I I can't stress enough what you see is what you get. Like the, <laughs> our our capacity to produce a show and make videos. This is it. We can message yeah. each other on Twitter and yeah. decide what we want to talk about and then combine our research abilities to prepare a show there's going to be things that don't always get into it and, and we and are
5: maxed out too we are maxed out Like people and, are like, and, why don't you do two videos a week why don't you make the podcast go twice as long it's like matt and i are at maximum capacity for full-time work with our yeah. channels and, and, and
0: to be blunt i want something that is to to parrot chelsea handler i want something that is informative and entertaining And uh, you know, for every time we do some policy segment, people are so bored. And then for every time we skip something like Uranium One to talk about Chelsea Handler, people get mad (laughs) because we're not talking about the serious things. Yeah, there is no perfect solution. We just do the we do the best we can. We do the best we can.
5: Yeah. Um, and then last one is from Three Sided Coin. I pour my milk first, put my shoes and socks one on and one side at a time. Out of here. Pineapple pizza is horrible and cereal is soup. Guess I'm a commu.
0: Oh, just get out of here i i don't care about anything other than pouring the milk in first i honestly don't like that invalidates in anything genocide. else
5: that's like yeah but that's cereal milk yeah
0: that's why i voted trump yeah he, uh, he's gonna put a stop <laughs> to that kind of nonsense okay before i forget so we'll just we'll get through this let's just be really quick with this because i i don't think coverage of the spencer thing is complete without mentioning this yeah so Tell me about this—the shooting. Let me find the article. Okay, so
5: as far as I can tell, these three people did not even attend the Richard Spencer event. Okay. So Richard Spencer spoke in the middle of the day. At nighttime, these three guys supposedly—this is from Time um, Magazine—supposedly pulled up to a bus stop and started like hurling racial insults at the people at the bus stop, and then doing um, uh, Nazi salutes. Anyway, so so one of the guys that they supposedly were were hurling these insults at, um, bashed in their back windshield, these three dudes. Uh, And then one of the three dudes from the car got out and fired a shot at one of these guys, missed. So all three of them were arrested. Um, And now they're being held on charges for attempted murder. One of them has a $3 million bond. Jesus. Naturally, I'm suspicious of the circumstances surrounding this. Like, I don't know. I'm from Missouri, and I've just never seen anybody like... Get in a truck and, like, go and yell at some black people. Like, I just don't – I'm having a hard time believing that this actually yeah. happens in this country, you know? My
0: uh, my webpage is hanging here, so I'm just going to close it out. But, yeah, that's uh, – the thing is – the thing that was crazy to me about this was it's tied in the news to Spencer's event, but that's what but I was asking about go. is, like – is this actually tied to his event, though? Or is it just a thing that happened?
5: It just happened on the same day. And they're saying that like their response time, they were able to find these people so quickly because the FBI was already there in preparation of Richard's event, Hmm. but that's no reason to conflate them. Like, I really feel like unless they were at this event, then there's no reason to even mention Richard. Right.
0: I mean, if you, I I saw the headline, so I was thinking, okay, people affiliated with Richard, Richard, or like guys that he brought. No. And the only information
5: that I find about these three guys that were arrested was that they were, the police were uncovering extremist ties
0: yeah and that's all uh, that,
5: that was mentioned and so, okay, so i'm just i'm skeptical about this entire story it, why the right. bond is so high i've never in my life seen anybody going around doing nazi salutes i just and the tie eh. to richard
0: Sp- spencer is purely circumstantial yeah and yet the headlines are being written as though yeah he has some direct tie to this i don't know again and doesn't a
5: three million bond for attempted murder seems i just-
0: never thought i would make a podcast that was so much in defense of Richard Spencer how the hell here did this happen them. but here we are uh, I, it's it's matter of principle I'd extend the same thing to anybody it's not fair to just imply that there's a relationship without demonstrating that there is yeah, yeah. okay I'm gonna be quick with this because my god we're already at the two hour mark so we gotta hurry up it, uh, it is that time even though my uh, my thing is like way too long we'll waste time with the <laughs> Now, the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America (laughs) hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? Okay. So, uh, we have something out of Staten Island. Uh, racist graffiti vandal still at large. Police say there is a, there was a car parked outside of, uh. Different, uh, parked outside of different houses in a residential area of Staten Island. Apparently on the uh, the hood of this car, the vandal allegedly scratched N-word get out and mm. move bitch on the trunk. Uh, this happened sometime overnight, uh, August 11th, 12th in that window. There's not a lot to say about what might have happened here, but there was a video from the neighbor explaining what happened and uh, the GoFundMe that she created to uh to to provide some money to fix Uh. this situation so here's what the neighbor lady had to say you can see images and words get out it's blocked out my
6: neighbor uh was a victim of a hate crime this is the vehicle that was damaged um luckily the vulgarity has been buffed off the front and the back but if you could still see the entire circumference of the car is still damaged Uh, A local small business, JoJo's Auto, offered to fix his car for him free of charge. So the GoFundMe that you saw this morning that I set up for him will now be shifted towards a family vacation to hopefully soften Mm. the blow of this heinous and indescribable crimes. I've always defended Staten Island.
0: So to recap... The this was a very non-intrusive vandal. The actual damage as she describes has been mostly buffed out. And then there is another there's an area body shop that's agreed to fix whatever damage remains. And then they're not giving the GoFundMe to cover the remaining costs of, say, the insurance deductible or giving it to a anti hate charity or a, a charity vacation, in general.
5: Because people are so mean to you.
0: Right. It's a vacation. Now I if I was a donor, I would find that I mean, maybe donors don't dispute that, but it's it seems sort of weird to me to accept money under the pretenses of a certain circumstance and then change the purpose for the money without, I, I guess, just assuming that the donors are cool with that. Ugh,
5: this is so made up. I know when I vandalize people, I try really <laughs> yeah. hard not to mess up whatever I'm vandalizing. I'm just like, I just want to make sure this could be easily buffed out.
0: Right. I mean, you take a key to a car that's not you don't buff that out. Mm-hmm. So the scratching is, if you're buffing it out, it's it's very minor. Uh, but there's more, she has a little bit more to say. As
6: a good place to be. So to see something like this in the place that I call home was especially disheartening, especially during a time where everybody seems to be moving out of here and leaving because of the epidemic that we've been dealing with and the car break-ins and the what push-in epidemic? robberies as of recent. And even if we don't feel like we are excluded from the everyday troubles of the world, you should at least feel safe in your home.
5: Hmm. Why don't you people care about me and my car?
0: <laughs> now, uh, I will say that there, again, circumstantial piece of information that may give this some credibility. This is the second hate incident in Staten Island in a week. A week's time. The week before. Staten Island. No, the week after. I forget. Which of these happened first? The week after. So this is last week on the 17th. Somebody spray painted on the garage door, somebody's garage door, a swastika with the word kike, which seems like your classic hate crime, hoax hate crime scenario. Let
5: me ask you this. Was the swastika drawn properly and was kite. It, it is, but correctly? it's at the
0: wrong angle. But, but the neighbor has been arrested. Like the neighbor got charged and arrested for doing this. In huh. St- so it appears to be at some level legit this is a I different mean, part of staten was Island. was it
5: like a white guy and then the person that he was doing to, to this too was like another generic white person or was it like a jewish family this was a
0: jewish family in uh staten island now the victim of the car thing was in fact african-american so huh. the slurs appear to be correct if that's what you're asking <laughs> the slurs appear to be pl- uh, applicable uh, hey, I got to do my research. Out. That checks out. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I I want to be clear with people about the hoax hate bit because I somebody who's new to this might think that I'm definitively accusing this stuff of being a hoax, which of course I can't do, but I think that's kind of the purpose on a lot of these is they are often unsubstantiated and then we're just supposed to accept them uncritically. Yeah. And Listen, we're we're supposed to cut checks and we're supposed to give our sympathy when there's no substantiation. Now, in this case with the garage door, it might be legit. In the case with the car, it might be legit too. I don't want people to think I'm making accusations that I can't back up. Mm-hmm. But no point is, nobody in media asks critical questions of these things. We just say, oh, how unfortunate. Here's a check. Go on a vacation.
5: Yeah.
0: Isn't it weird that the vandal was... Also very courteous, very generous vandal.
5: Yeah. Yeah, no, this is, this is nonsense. And even if it's not, I would love to be the victim of a hate crime for a vacation.
0: <laughs> Please. I would take
5: that deal any day of the week.
0: <laughs> if you want to put some buffable scratches in my car and I can for go to sure. Hawaii, yeah. you know, that's uh, Well, we can talk about that. And Thank don't you key it. it. Don't key <laughs> it. But it's just like, you know, a little take a, take a fine grain sandpaper little- and just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fine
5: oh boy oh boy
0: if somebody did that on my car but they wrote an anti-white slur do you think anyone would care
5: yeah you're on the news and you're like somebody wrote cracker ass cracker on the hood of my (laughs) car people would not give a shit
0: yeah (laughs) all right it's about time and i gotta pee real bad so uh
5: okay well we got a we got a few more we have a bunch more super oh boy
0: oh boy all right we'll have to we'll have to be quick i think
5: um i'm gonna go really slow so that you pee your pants Uh, i did this
0: to you a few weeks back
5: liberative was the last one jeremy kaplan said you oh no we did that one too uh steven wall we talked about that oh my gosh how many of these did i do prince christian soros minding freedom said "Oof, i don't know what this means
0: what do you think again
5: nope what do you think about tongue buttering turtle caves for or against?
0: I don't even know what that is. I can't take a position.
5: Neither do I, but that sounds like, you know, like a disgusting sex thing that young men make up like a Cleveland steamer or something. Amy,
0: I, Amy Schumer, those young men in their sexual terms.
5: I know. Jeez. Um, ask Amy
0: Schumer about that one. She'll tell you.
5: And then actually the last one we have, because I I totally actually ran through these. Uh, Josh G. Marshall said pouring in the milk for the cereals downright un American. Yep.
0: Yeah, It's bullshit. I'm yep. glad that we I I sort of knew when I saw this debate presented on a Facebook page, I thought, this is just to get people going. Because there's surely nobody actually does that.
5: It just makes no sense.
0: Someone someone in the comments wrote, People who pour the milk in first are the same people who uh who pour ketchup all over the fries instead of dipping the fries. Why would you in do that? Ketchup? You're
5: just gonna get ketchup yeah. all over your hands.
0: Yeah. I agree. Warm
5: ketchup all over your hands. It's now, some people have not- told
0: me like if you're at like a if you're at a venue, like you're at a sporting event or a concert or something, then and sometimes they don't have the little cups available. There's an exception, but as a rule, if you have the cup, the dipping cup available, you put the ketchup in the dipping cup. I'm <laughs> not, not much of a debate there either. So I, th- I think the internet post that I saw was just kind of trying to troll because I don't believe anybody actually pours the milk in first.
5: Oh my god, people in the live chat are so funny. Do not Google Cleveland Steamer. Don't look into it and everyone
0: like, knows what a cleveland steamer is that's, that's what not...
5: i just learned about this because uh what? my fiance said something about it and i was like oh what is that and then he told me and i was like wow i'm never gonna ask any questions about yeah, that anything.
0: that's like seventh grade stuff
5: oh so this is like a thing that all dudes know from
0: yeah it must maybe it's a guy thing that's... this is stuff we what talk about in between fantasy people? football and video games we and talk weird, about gross
6: sex stuff
0: yeah we talk about stuff like that
6: all right, All right, we're good.
0: Get the hell out of here. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we do appreciate our super chatters keeping the show uh, afloat. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get blonde's computer connected directly to her router next week when we do the Halloween show. So, then yeah. there are forthcoming costumes which we were also able to uh, to purchase goods for. So we appreciate your guys' support for the show. It should be a fun one. I think the costumes are gonna be fun. If you're listening later on YouTube or on an audio platform, thank you as well for uh, supporting the show. Remember, if uh, you'd like to listen to the show in the car or on the go or whatever, or if you want to listen to more material that's not on YouTube, check out the audio platforms, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast, you can find us. They're all linked in the description for you. You can also email us that's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. We will be back next Sunday in costume because if it's Sunday, sorry Chuck Todd, it is not Meet the Press, it is Beauty and the Beta. We'll see you then.
5: Bye guys.